All right, so soup. You know that I'm going to start out with a can of black olives. Oh, oh. Jesus! <laughs> you want to vomit before you die? Do you want wait someone to have to clean up your puke? Wait a second. Wait a second. Soup. You uh, you really don't like black olives, do you? Myers, he said they taste like nosebleed. Well, he's right. I've, yeah, I agree with him. That coach. That's actually a, disgusting. A whole can. Yeah, I could eat a whole can. Put them like on one my of them fingers. Club? Put them on my fingers. <laughs> You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast, the home of sports, gambling, entertainment, and whatever the hell else has gone on this week. So pull up a seat by the fire, crack open a cold one, and make sure to get your bets in. Welcome to the Pine Room. All right, everybody, hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the Pine Room Podcast. Uh, we're here uh, to set again, a little bit of an overcast day again, uh, per usual at this time of year, but we're here, we're having fun, and uh, everybody's with us. We got a packed house today. We got eight at the desk, and uh, we're going to get ready to roll here. I got a few things to get into before we get into the show. Um, coming up on this upcoming Sunday, we will be doing a live show at West Liberty University at the uh, Wheeling, Je- Wheeling uh, West Liberty baseball game. We will be there at... I believe we'll be there a little before 1, and we'll be there till about 4 o'clock, uh, and we'll do a show in and out of the games before and between and maybe after, depending if everybody's functional. Um, and then uh, on the 13th, we have our live show at Generations, which is from 9 to 10.30, uh, we're going to have some giveaways. Uh, well, hopefully we're going to have some giveaways. we got some merch coming in. Hopefully we, it gets here in time. If it doesn't, we're still going to have a fun time. Uh, we're going to be there from 9 to 10.30. Going to have some fun stuff. We're going to have a, a couple uh, a guest on or two, and we're going to have some crowd interaction, maybe some contests and stuff like that. And then eventually, if we don't have stuff, then you'll get your, your, your prizes. But uh, the biggest event of all on the 20th, and I've pushed this the past couple episodes, we have the big event at River City. That's the 20th of May. We are there at 5 o'clock. We'll be there a little early, so if you want to come in and get maybe an interview or, or talk to us uh, you know, in uh, one-on-one, we're going to be there a little early. We're going to be there from 5 to 7.30, uh, right before the Tough Man. That's for Barstool's – or not the Tough Man, the Rough and Rowdy, sorry. Uh, that's right before Barstool's Rough and Rowdy. And, yeah, we're going to have a fun time. Then we'll definitely have giveaways. we got koozies. Uh, we got bottle openers, we got pens, we got t-shirts, we're going to have contests, we got a couple guests coming on, and uh, it's it's going to be a big to-do. Uh, big shout-out to Andrea Merriman, uh, we met her last night, Soup and I went down to uh, iHeartRadio, uh, we, re- we had a really good talk with her, we got to uh, go and talk with the Chamber of Commerce today, uh, you know, explain to all those people what we do, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody was in there, they were talking about like banking and interest rates and then i gotta explain to them you know it was cool because we sat there and we listened to some incredible presentations about all this stuff that people have been doing for 20 or 25 years and then we stood up there and talked about something we've been doing for four months and you should have seen everyone's eyes light up they're like wow these kids are doing what i I know and i was gonna say like and i told i told my dad when we were on uh on the phone on the way back everybody there obviously their business is important but like and and like but but it was way more business oriented than what we were doing. So we get up and talk about a podcast when they're talking about banking and. So and you guys like, didn't fit in. I was to say this isn't important. <laughs> no, uh, it's no, not really. We, no, we that, fit I'm in. Just it was job. Andrea. You know, and another shout out to Andrea because 
what we've been planning over the last two to three months, she escalated it immensely at down at iHeartRadio yesterday. She gave us so many ideas. Not only do we have stuff planned now for the next three months, but now it's six months in the plan, a year from now. And yeah. and uh, we're really excited. So this is going to be a blast. Yeah, and I think actually their show, I think it's called it's called the B, B, BS. Is it the BS show? Uh, it's uh, Bloomer and Sam on the radio in the morning. I think they gave us a little shout out. I think she did a little read for us uh, for the twenty the event on the twentieth. So yeah, big shout out to her. Such a sweet lady, and and you know we're thankful to get to meet her. It just was uh, by chance we got to meet her yesterday, and she was really helpful, and, and it was fun. Also, shout out to Craig Ballmer. That's why we originally there. We had a good meeting with him. Talked about some growth stuff. Stuff we're gonna try to work on. You might see us at some uh, some different events later on during uh, the year so you know well, look I, out and keep your eyes and i think the chamber of commerce was probably excited about you guys being there because they want young blood in the city <laughs> they want young they want young enthusiastic people and now you know they they probably still on the edge about what we're doing but but i think they want uh, people that are going to promote the valley promote the city and uh, do some things to, to actually keep you guys in town. <laughs> no, man. I agree, because that's, that's a real big issue with our kid, like kids our age right now, right. Eight, 18 to yeah. 24, 26 range. Everyone wants to get up and just go, and, and I love this place, and, and I'm excited to continue to give back. And, and uh, Can you find gainful employment in this area? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, that's an issue. And the answer is no. It's tough, but maybe we can do something about that, bring some jobs to Wheeling one day. I think that'd be really cool. And we were definitely the young bucks there. I think there was one other girl that was younger Joe's than us. Yeah, yeah, but we were definitely the young bucks you guys might know you guys might have to go into show of hands maybe and try to get some uh cash for the oh yeah for the pine room podcast we did did make some good connections um uh we talked to uh one of uh she was uh, works at the uh i think she's the director of the alumni up at west liberty she um we talked to her a little bit about she wants to get on the podcast and talk about stuff she wants to start her own podcast so uh i i forget her name but she was really sweet amanda bennett job there you go there you go you got that mind of an elephant good work that google's incredible okay and besides the eight of us that are here we do have a we do have a new guest here in the house running around uh yogi he he he's uh coolie's coolie's dog he i don't know if you saw him in front of the uh the, the set and along with evie so if you see those two dogs and that cat running behind us right there. That's and there's a very special person walking behind that you're going to be able to see. Hot Rod, Rodney Cooley. That's his dog. Uh, uh, there comes Yogi down the steps right now. He's he'll like be, the wilderness. He'll there be he in is. the picture. But Yogi, Yogi's a staple here at the Pine Room, as is Evie. And uh, we wanted you to get to know uh, everybody in the Pine Room, and they're very, very hey, uh, Cooley, uh, <clears throat> Yogi's the only one in your family can tolerate the cold, right? Oh, yeah. The coolies hate the cold. Yeah. <laughs> You're freezing now. Oh, I'm absolutely cold. I took some gloves from Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I got I got sweat beading up on my back right now. Well, Job, you look good to... today. Tell us about yeah. this. You look good, Job. Job. Thank you. So I wore this to the to the, Pimp. To the uh, our little presentation, <laughs> the two-minute presentation this morning, and, and I was going to take it off, and then I put it on to run down to Kroger, and a lady turned the aisle, and she said, she said, "Man, I, I really like that 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 sweater looks really good on you." So I thought that's the first time I've ever been complimented in public. He so. looked good, and he yeah. looked good at that meeting this morning. And and uh, when we got introduced, she said, uh, "Brian Campbell and Judd Delbrook, yeah. J-U-D. Judd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he Numbnut says, "Hey, I'm going to wear a polo. I'm going to wear a polo and maybe some khakis." And I pull around the corner. He's got a sport coat on and suit pants, <laughs> and I have and I got his, this sweater on. This dickhead's got to out, out dress me. <laughs> you looked good, man. You looked way yeah. better than Jump I did. Said My suit jacket doesn't sweat a wetter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You look good in navy blue, though. Yeah, all navy blue. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. That's a good color. Yeah, you but it was good. It was a good. Like it, was a good uh, 
good good little thing this morning. We had a we had a fun time. Unbelievable breakfast spread. Mm. They had they had muffins and uh, they had a. Where Danish. was this at? In their in their office what? or their building? Breakfast spread. The the pastries. Oh, <laughs> I had an apple Danish. It was who, unbelievable. Who catered? Who catered this? Actually, event? who was that? They they do the catering for um, Antonmans. <laughs> Not Antonmans. Hey, I like it. Antonmans. Antonmans. No. Antonmans is the. No, it. Antonmans is the the old the way you pronounced it. Antonmans. 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 No, but I, yeah, good Danish. What does that mean? What? Antimens. Okay. Antimens That's, That's the brand. brand. That's the brand, brand. Cooley. And it is branded Danish. Right. Coffee well, Tyler, cakes. you've had them before. It's been around There's no for, doubt about for it. 100 oh. years. There's no doubt. You've yeah. definitely had it. Was that who actually hey. catered it? No. <laughs> I don't think no. they catered it. I don't think Antimens no. is around. Can we get them on the payroll? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Antimens, if you're listening, please throw us a bone. No, they're, they're listening. We, I know they are. We love you long time. How When you guys went down there, did they give you a certain amount of time, just like five minutes or something? Yeah. So the way it worked, we you know we went in and there were about what thirty people there. There were about thirty people and they were all part of different businesses. So what they did was they they had a list of everybody was there and then they would say they would call your name. You had two minutes to speak and she had a little timer. So you had two minutes. Tell you know throw your pitch and then it would just move on to the next person. Was there somebody there like when did you guys go? What order were you? We guys? were we were towards the end because we were we didn't we didn't even know we were doing this until last night. So you know we oh, okay. we went down and uh, uh, yeah we were we were towards the end. We were well, as uh, Andrea's guest. We they didn't good really job. Know. Yeah, but it was it was a good time. Um, yeah, but that's as far as far as that goes. You know we got some good stuff. We got met some made some good connections and uh, yeah got some business cards and. Some cool stuff. Events are going to be great. Want to send a shout out to Nick? Uh, he he was the one that spearheaded getting us a new banner on the uh, well on the, oh, really nice. on the front Love of the Nick. Uh, Love you, Nick. the set. Our new uh, Nick. I think you're a jack off, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Fuck> Pine <laughs> Room Podcast. <laughs> we banner. So we hope everybody likes that. That's we have a bigger one too that we'll use when we go on the road to put behind us. But thanks to Nick for his efforts to. Uh, procure and get that for us thank you nick the turnaround was unbelievable i sent him the artwork today and again again it's here you know who who, who printed those who printed those for us uh <laughs> mr turbanic one, one of uh yeah mr turbanic one of nick's uh friends all right shout out to mr turbanic i was gonna I, I i had his graphic design class for or no i was in the graphic design club for a day in high school and then i never just for a back. day yeah, I, I got too I got too embarrassed. And I Actually, left. that sounds like my chem- that sounds like my <laughs> chemistry. What? I don't know. I just felt like I was way out of my depth, and I never went. Then I ended up graduating with a degree in graphic right. design. But you know, it's funny you yeah. say that. When I was a junior, I took a chemistry class at Wheeling Central, and uh, me and my best buddy did. And he was a huge jack off, still is. But the moral <laughs> of the story is, day one, we're looking around at everybody, and the teacher finally comes up to us and goes, "I don't think this class is for you guys." <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you're a maroon knight. I am a maroon knight. So we have two, two maroon night, three, three. Yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've changed cards too. Yeah. I've changed yes. cards myself. Um, yeah, this is totally off topic. Does, has anybody here played an instrument? I played the guitar until I was in fifth grade, and then I had to. No, I never played. When again. did you start? Uh, fifth grade. Oh, Does I, a kazoo count? <laughs> I quarter. played a couple instruments. I you played, played the flute. Played, if you I'm if flute. I'm correct, you played the clarinet. I was like Squidward. Yes. I played the clarinet. What the thing in St. Petersburg? You got. I had a, I played the ukulele for about a week. <laughs> yeah, for about a week. Yeah, and then you played the uh, 
the uh, violin or viola? No, oh, the, the bass. I played the oh, bass yeah. in, in uh, sixth grade. I played the saxophone for a I week. I thought I was getting so like didn't a... did you play the banjo? Your bass. Yeah, I used to play and the banjo. harmonica. Yeah. yeah. How long did that last? I remember you, big guy. So I, I, was in, guy. I was into it for a while, and then I had shoulder surgery, and then that was kind of it. <laughs> I remember because of the... Well, I just once, the once, I had, once I had surgery. No, the, the public I, school kids I have are. to do the bells. Like we had to do the bells. Ding, ding, brutal. Ding, ding, oh ding, yeah. Ding, no, but I had shoulder surgery, and during that time that I spent off, I just got away from it. And they said no banjo playing. Yeah, no banjo <laughs> playing. No, we had lummy sticks in school. Do you ever have lummy sticks? I, bet, I think it's the, the same thing. The almost tubes? they had the bells and those they, things. Yes. We had tubes that we banged together. Yeah, we had the recorder too. Did you ever play the recorder? The little oh, yeah, plastic, little flute, yeah. Things, right? yeah. Mary had a little lamb. Right. No, it was legit. They, oh, it was boy. incredible. <laughs> with the, with, that's with, a uh, story yeah, time maybe, with Uncle George. Maybe we yeah, can that. cut that in. With the, with the bells, they legit gave the smart kids the more sophisticated music things to read. Like, uh, like some of us were in the back just one one time a show. It was just ding. Yeah. That's all I had. Cast yeah, the nets like, in the yeah. blocks. Yeah, right, Sandpaper well, blocks. There were these girls up front that were smart in our class. They legit had like a whole song like, yeah, you're soloist. Yeah, it was incredible. Like you Blue Man Group? <laughs> <laughs> Jared, I think you played the keyboard. Remember, Chris, he used to no. play Smoke on the Water. Well, all yeah, time. But, but all those times on those Sundays before the Pine Room existed, we'd be in the house and they, what was that? He was a hell of a drummer on it. Was it Rock Band? Rock Band. Oh, yeah. Rock Band. Rock yeah. Band. Yeah. And Guitar Hero. Game. You were killing it on the drums. I used to think I was really good at, at Guitar Hero. I thought <laughs> that was the greatest thing ever. You weren't bad. I mean, I mean I were you better okay. at that than we bowling? Hey, we, we did a lot of that. Oh, we bowling, we bowling, was, so bowling fun. was fun. We, that would have been a good uh, thing to have a, a tournament and, and, and after a day of drinking. Yes, Chris, I don't, really uh, Chris, I don't know if you remember this, but it, it's similar to that era when we would go down in the basement and watch like games and stuff instead of being out here. Mm-hmm. We used to sing karaoke on that the big tube TV, mm-hmm. the giant yeah. tube TV, four thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took like it took a forklift to get out of the basement, um, but. No, I remember singing, I'll never forget, Come Sail Away. It was mm-hmm. the first time I ever listened to that song. I sang karaoke. We sang karaoke with you. And then we watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Thing. And I was eight years old. And you guys locked us in the basement. And you said, the only way that we could get up is if we sang the Barney theme song correctly. <laughs> and then we would sing it. And you go, no, nope, no, nope, that ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right. I think, I think it was me, Jarrett, D-Lo, mm-hmm. Kirbo. And Emily. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, yeah, that's probably why I, well, I turned out the way I well, am. Well, and I remember, too, that being down at uh, my mom's when you guys were playing around. You were scared as hell of uh, Chucky. Chucky. Well, that movie was on one time, and you, you went running to the couch and, like, buried your head in like, I hate I, I hate it. I remember, you were scared to death. I, I hated Chucky. I went <laughs> into, uh, my da- my mom took me into a Spencer's at, at the mall, yeah. took me into Spencer's, and uh, they had a, there was a big Chucky doll sitting on like a love seat. And I, for like 10 years, I never went back into a, a Spencer's. <laughs> he always looked under the bed because he always thought his, I, I, his Achilles was going to get I never I a, never put, with a razor knife. Still, I never put my feet out of the covers. I always keep my feet in the covers. I never let it go over the bed. Hey, now that we were talking about music, uh, I, the music nowadays just blows my mind on the radio, like the innuendos and things mm. like that. Do you, when you guys listen to the radio now, do you guys, if you guys listen, do you guys pick up on some of the innuendos? Because I have one oh. I, on the way down. For, but go ahead. No, go ahead. I was listening to oh, and this. Mm. No, this is Kiss FM, L.A. radio. So even mm. though it's on Sirius, right. it's still live wherever they're at in L.A. And they were talking about this chick was singing and she wanted to have this dude stick his nutty buddy in her fudge round. <laughs> that, that was live on the radio. That was live on the radio. And then something else that I seen uh, last week, do you guys, uh, obviously Madonna, like a prayer. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you guys know what that song's about? And I just found out last week. And I, and actually, when you listen to the words now, it makes sense. No idea. That's uh, a great song, but I, I don't. It's a great song. I, I don't know the meaning of or it, some of the lyrics. I don't know. That's not the the it, like a virgin. Is that? Is it about a, a abortion? Or, I remember crosses in the video were on fire. It was. There was. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's you're, compl- you're completely off. It's about a blowjob. Oh, <laughs> I, I actually, uh, I'm down on my knees. I'm going to take you there. Oh, oh well, I don't know how I didn't guess that. Maybe they were praying. <laughs> maybe she was praying. Well, and maybe that's too, but I, I just, I, it, that was actually on TikTok last week. But when I was on my way down, like, I mean, I grew up with the two live crew era and stuff like that. So in NWA, so obviously there's some things back then that they just, they were just weren't allowed on the radio. So the, everything, there was no innuendos. They said what they wanted to say. But when I heard that, the nutty buddy and the fudger. I'm going. What the shit is <laughs> yeah. going on? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta think what where that is in that song. Huh? Can anybody, can anybody sing it real quick? What's that? Well, you, that he part? just did. He just did. He sang it. Yeah. How do, how was uh, it? Hold on. No, no. I don't know that. I just knew about. No, you like, said it down. Uh, oh, you mean like like a virgin? No, no, no. no the nutty buddy. Yeah. Oh, it's some chick. It's a rap song. I think. Is what oh, it, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> hey, with Jeff, just. <laughs> Because it's Madonna, it's probably a blowjob. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and the other one was uh, we were singing Watermelon Sugar. Does anybody, uh, yeah, yeah. Does anybody know what that? No, I, I mean, is, is that a That's current a, song? That's a of a bro- TikTok. Who is that? It was more of a, it was like last summer. I think Harry was, Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. A woman's orgasm. That's what that is? That's what that is. I never would have guessed that. Delicious. This, guy, well, <laughs> this went south in her Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one. <laughs> right. this no, one. no, no, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were talking about music and instruments. I guess that just bridged it a little bit easier. Yeah, I played, yeah, back to the instrument, I played the saxophone for a week. I went in and I wanted to play. We When we were up at West Liberty, when it became a university, they had that band and the dude was playing a saxophone. They were playing Love Train. And the whole place was oh, yeah, going nuts. Yeah, yeah. And the guy had a little saxophone, and he was going around just shredding with this thing. And I said, I want to play the saxophone. So I went into the um, I went into the music room, and I said to our teacher, I think I think it was uh, Mrs. Corum at the time, mm-hmm. and I said to her, I said, Hey, I, I was just at the show. I really want to play the saxophone. I think I'd love it. And she's like, Okay, come back here uh, during your lunch, and I'll give you, I'll I'll let you have a saxophone. You can go play with it. So I took, I went into the the, mu- the music thing and. She uh, she brings me back into the closet where all the the gear is, and she says, "Okay, I got something for you." And she pulls this case off the shelf that, no joke, is probably a third of the length of this desk. And she pulls this saxophone up. It looked like a like a medieval cannon, and I had to sit down and play it. I played it for a week. I would just just like just scream into it, and then I I played it for a week. Scream I said I said this this ain't for me, and then just noise. That's yeah. all you made was uh, noise. I would go back into the music room, and she said, go back and practice, and I would just <laughs> blow into it as hard as I could. Do you guys think that people that can read music are a little bit more intelligent than somebody that can't? Yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. even close. I yeah. think that's yeah. awesome that they can do that. 100%, man. I think it's truly, that's a talent. Yeah. Speaking, a talent. speaking of music, have you guys ever had the wrong lyrics, thought it was just words, that, and, and they weren't Listen, the r- I am the biggest, I, I'm horrible with that. I, what is that called? There's something. Mis- it's just misheard lyrics. Like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I was singing when Jeff was talking about that, but I just, Coach Steve Myers has probably the best one ever. Uh, Steve Miller Band, big old, um, Jet big old Jet Airliner. And he was at a concert. He was at the Steve Miller concert, and he was with... Uh, <laughs> With a bunch of buddies, and they were obviously pounding some beers, and and they were, you know, everybody's singing along, and 
It's big old jet airliner. And if you listen to it, this literally sounds like it. And he's jumping up and down, and he's yelling, big old jet had a light on. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and all yeah. his buddies are yeah. like, what in the hell are you saying? He said, big <laughs> old jet, jet had, had a light, light on. I love this song. They <laughs> said, Dick, those aren't the words. <laughs> and if you listen to anybody out there, listen to big old jet airliner when it comes on. It literally sounds, if you've... It sounds like Big Old Jet had a light on. That was actually my favorite, excuse me, my first concert. Now listen, the, the next time that song comes on, listen to that and think yeah. of Big Old Jet had a That's light hilarious. on. What's the one? Uh, Jim Bursey does that one. We we yell the wrong words, and now I can't even remember what the bathroom, right words. Uh, bathroom, bathroom on the, on on the, the right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Bad Moon Rise. Yeah, Bad Moon Rise. Yeah. Wait, what are the real words? Uh, Chris, help us out. Uh, isn't it? There, there's a Bad there's Moon, a bad moon on, on the Rise, and then it's. There's yeah. a bathroom on the right. Yeah, That's he, a great concession every, stand Every time song. that he sings, every time Jim <laughs> Bursey sings that, it's not Bad Moon Rising anymore. It, it, it's, it's bathroom, bathroom on, on the right. What's the one Terry Payne had? One no, we can't say that one. We can't say that one. No, no. Yeah, we can't say that one. Say it. Yeah, we can't say that one. No, we can't say that Say it. Come on, say it. But it doesn't even sound like it. Say it. It's literally not even close to what he thought it was. I mean, <laughs> I, they got it. And it was words. okay. Just to preface, it wasn't like this isn't malicious. He just thought it was saying this. So. Yes, it, it was. No, it, it was ain't no woman like the one I got. But the what? What he said? I don't think I can say. What he, was okay, <laughs> he said there ain't no woman like the one I got, and he thought it said ain't no woman like a one-eyed jab. <laughs> So don't. Oh boy, we got to watch that. Denny yeah. Hamlin got in trouble for this last week. Yeah. yeah. So what? For this laughing is, at a yeah. Uh, so there's probably guy thing. there's probably. Well, I, and one other one, and I just thought it, that that the, the old Jimi Hendrix song, uh, Purple Haze, and it, when he says, "Excuse me, while I kiss the sky." They say, excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it very much sounds like that. Yeah. You could definitely make that mistake. There's actually another one. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you guys know. There's a rapper. His name is NBA Youngboy. And oh, he, yeah. He, I got he, him in the car right yeah. now. Yeah, well, yeah, Who very, would? Very popular guy. He has a song that where the lyrics are, I watched my grandpa save pennies. And there's uh, there was a going around one time that people thought he said, I watched my grandpa say penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't grandpa know that guy. Pennies, huh? Get him on the show, Job. Yeah. NBA, NBA young, young boy. boy. All right, so I brought up uh, Steve Miller band. I'll see if it, it, it sounds okay in the, in the microphone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, had a light on. Yeah. He's right, Myersy. Myersy, you, yeah, that's you had not a bad right. one. That's yeah, not bad. Did. No, I, uh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of any other ones. I don't think there's any no, other. My, significant my, my uh, Sammy says I can't remember a single lyric to any word, any song ever. I try to sing along, but the right words just don't come out. He, J- Jarrett's, uh, Jarrett knows more words to more songs well, than super, I know. Super problem is he doesn't fucking listen to anybody <laughs> or anything. Just goes through one ear and out the other. I would say I have a very strong talent of lyrics in songs. I can I can remember a lot of lyrics. Also, soup. Farmer's daughter, true story. True story. That's unbelievable. I can remember lyrics to a ton of country songs, and I think that's because I really enjoy country music, or maybe because it's slower. But farmer's daughter, true story, um, good you directions. Actually, you can actually hear the words in these yeah. songs. That's why. <laughs> good, that's, that's, that helps a lot. <laughs> good directions, Billy Currington, top three what? country song ever. I'll, uh, yes. To farmer's daughter, is that by who? Now, come who? on now. Top three ever? 
Yes. Country oh, ever. ever. Good, good, good direction. direction. Any top oh. three country song was not made probably before you Wait guys were, everything was made before what? you guys were born. You're saying that song right. is the top three, three song, country, so- country, country song country song ever. Ever? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ever. Thank you, Jared. What these young guys you don't, don't get it. I don't know about that. Oh, boy. Um, speaking of music and remembering stuff, there's nobody that I know like Chris who, as far as uh. music and and. and I mean, his knowledge of having well, well having, knowing knowing the artist uh, yeah, of, a, of yeah. a song. We always say yeah, when we don't the know artist. It, no, well, we, I mean, we we can say if we don't know the artist, just call Chris and we'll give him some random song that hasn't been played forever. Yeah, and he literally knows. I would challenge uh, Chris, anyone out Chris. there. Oh, that's impressive, uh, though, Chris. Oh, it's, it's now, wait a minute. Though. Depends we, on the genre. Chris, yeah, right? right, right. I mean, I don't get me uh, anything. Here's an easy one: Renegade. Uh, wow. Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> what? No. No. Was that More cowbell. Hey, was that uh, <laughs> Rent, was Tommy Shaw or was that Dennis DeYoung? Uh, I don't mean to put you on uh, the spot. No, was that's it? Tommy Shaw. Okay. Tommy yeah, fucking Tommy Shaw. Shaw. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, he wrote that. Song. Yeah, we did one time. We were in the Pine Room. You know, we'd listen to music in the in the Pine Room like all day. And and there was a, I think there was like a little thing that we did with you. And I would play the first two seconds of a song. Mm. And there wasn't. I don't think there was one you missed. Well, but it was like probably 60s, 70s, and 80s. That's I mean, I, I past say. that, I suck. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not real good with <laughs> albums, but just the artists, I can... All right, I'm going to give you one real oh, quick. Oh, no, shit. Chumbawamba. <laughs> oh, I know that song, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> is that I get knocked out? Yeah. What's but I get up again? Knocked uh, down. What's the band? Right. Or no, wait, is the you band... I thought the band, the band was Chumbawamba. The band is Chumbawamba. That was what a is little ass backwards. Well, no, because the... the what is Chumbawamba? Right. Great trivia. Well, I messed that yeah, up. Right. Don't hire me for Jeopardy. What about right. Newwood? You know any of Newwood stuff? Well, not any, uh, I don't I, think he's got I, anything new coming out of Chris is a mess over trying, You know, I don't even know what that is. Who, what Remember, that is. he's our Remember, stuff guy. He was the guy that got stuffed, and they put him on the stage. The taxidermied guy. Come on, Newwood. Oh, from, okay. That's what his name No, I don't know him. <laughs> Rapper Newwood. Rest in Rest peace. In peace Rest brother. in peace, brother. Um, Oh, real, oh, what was I thinking about today? Oh, shoot. There was something I wanted to bring up. Um, Chris, you talked about the other day, <laughs> I, I think on the phone, you said there was, there, maybe you're going to save this for later. Yeah, I might. Okay. Yeah. We'll was see that it. about the theft? No, 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 no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about uh, uh, <laughs> a, new, yeah. a new cereal. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can talk about that. Is it your hot pit or anything? Or cold mug? Is that anything? No, I, I have a hot pit for later if... Uh, <laughs> if uh, if, if we get that far. No, but I know Mar- uh, Matt was, he's, you guys are whatever you guys are, Star Wars guys, and you say, may the fourth be with you. But yes. there's a bigger day than that today, and today is National <laughs> Orange Juice Day. Okay. okay. Love that. Huge mimosa right. guy over here. So uh, you guys know the, uh, the orange juice producer, Tropicana. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, the today they have launched a brand new cereal. Tropicana Crunch. Oh. It's a new honey almond oat cereal. Okay. But they are marketing it as a cereal you pour orange juice over. Ew. No, that's no, disgusting. No yeah. No, and that's, that's what, and it, no it's way. on shelves today. I don't know if it's nationwide. No you might as well just go but, brush your teeth uh, and eat it. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, that, 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 and, hey, oh and, and uh, the box has a nice uh, orange on each smile, and there's even <laughs> there's even a straw that they give you in the box to, I guess, suck out the orange juice. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's gross. But I'd give that said, a try, actually. But it's, oh, I would try, I but it said would. on there, Tropicana Crunch. It may not be for everyone, but it could be for you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then, and then, well, but yeah. this is what I think is silly. Like on their website, the company's website, well, on their officials said... <laughs> 
I, this is like overkill. Prepare your man, prepare your mind and cereal bowl for an unforgettable breakfast experience. <laughs> unforgettable. I mean, unforgettable. Yeah, because you'll I puke mean, after you eat it. Well, maybe so, but it's like, I mean, unless you like hallucinate or something. What, what the hell? Someone? Hey, it's got acid in it. Got well, right. Psilocybin in it. Well, then, it's invigorating. Let's go PCP. Take All right. So, but speak- that was I just because we talked about cereal before. Mm. Yeah. So, That's why so I, speaking I, of cereal, um, I got a little something for you. Okay. Now I went down to uh, Kroger. This is that's when I got complimented on my vest. So real quick, that's a give sweater. me a second. Sweater, sweater. You do look good though, Job. <laughs> uh, it is not a vest, <laughs> Mr. Neighborhood. So yeah, cut the arms off of it. Stand up for this, Mr. Rogers. I gotta get something yeah, real quick. Okay. He's gonna, so, he's gonna bring his shoes out. Now, <laughs> now, do you eat? Do you eat a lot of different cereal? No, I. I mean, I. I, I got to cut back. I, I. I went for a long time <laughs> without eating. It's like a heroin addiction. I got to cut back. What are you smoking a pack a day? No, like sometimes I'll. You know. Well, that one time I told you, I saw that that one box of something that had marshmallows in it. I put two of them in my buggy. Chris, do you, do, you, do you eat cereal when after you've been drinking? Is that no, what, oh, no, you don't do no, that's not a no, that's no. not a drinking. No, Chris, you don't need like the uh, like third, second uh, in, intermission of a penguin game or something. Oh, okay. yeah, but but it's it's not like it's not like one of those where I where I day drink and then come home and eat four bowls of cereal. No, can I, I take it one step further? No. Back in the day, were you the kid literally in front of the cartoons when you were little, little with a bowl of cereal kind of thing? Well, that or you know they used to have games on the back of the box like oh, mazes yeah. and uh, stuff. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it was like watch it, Gilligan's Island have a bowl of uh, Cheerios. That did nothing. I'm right there with you, I'm, and Chris. Real, real quick, and I and then we're gonna get back to cereal. Yeah. I came down into the living room the other day, and he's sitting on the couch, literally watching Gilligan's Island as if he was a little kid, <laughs> and he was laughing. No, he was. He was laughing. Was what? he was he petting his alien on his belly? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> the thing that's the little peaky that? me, peaky you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I t- immediately texted Chris and said, I cannot believe that we used to watch this religiously and thought it was good. I, it I, is the dumbest show on TV I now. I came down and it's You just, literally get dumber watching like it. Like three, it's, it's th- three of these so dickheads. So silly. Three dickheads were running around on a beach. like just The mosquitoes. Saying, just saying the dumbest stuff, and he's sitting there watching the, it. Like, <laughs> they, they, they it was brought, unbelievable. They brought the band the mosquitoes, and they landed on the Gilligan's Island. But and, they would they, they left. They, yeah, they, they left. leave with them? Yeah, they, they, <laughs> all these people always land, but never take them with them when they leave. <laughs> well, and the thing I always wondered about that show. Oh, there's a lot of things. Is how the, said there's how, a lot of things. How the fuck do you sign up for a three-hour tour and Mr. and Mrs. Howe have every piece of clothing they've ever owned? On, every episode, they had something new on. Where'd they get all the shit to build those nice huts and hammocks and... And, the and professor did it all. I've never watched them. Who, was prof- who do you think Professor was getting it on with? Oh. <laughs> to himself. <laughs> <laughs> he pleasured himself. I, I don't, and I know who, nah, who, who shared those bunk beds. Or, oh, the hammocks. The hammocks. Bunk hammocks. He did the Pee Wee Herman. That you is think so they, cool. You think they, <laughs> but it's a, bad, it's a bad show. You think the Skipper and Gilligan had something cooking? Okay. Before, Why are you just directing that at me? Yeah, before, 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 well, they don't know. They don't know. Okay. I've never watched okay. it. Before this, never dumb, seen dumb, dumb, dumb. Before this, is it better than Dumb and Dumber, Coach? No. Hell oh, no. 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 Dumb right. and Dumber. Before this derails right. any further, right. let me let's revert to our original yeah. conversation. So, <laughs> I had I, I went down and I did a little perusing and I uh, I got some stuff here. So we're gonna go around and try all these and we're gonna rate them. Oh, this is awesome. We're gonna rate them. This is awesome. So this is like Pine Room. Cereal hour. Here we go. Ready? 
All right, so our first cereal we have. Oh, yes. Reese's Puffs Job, I'm so Cluster excited Crunch. Right now. This is new. I never had it. This is new. Uh, just came out, good. I think, a couple months ago. Reese's Clus Cluster Crunch. Hey, there's a game on the back of that box. Is there? Yeah. There is. What? Uh, what is it? New Reese's. Looks like a maze. This says <laughs> Fine Waldo. No, that's not a maze. It's just artwork. Yeah. All right. Then our second cereal. We've got Cinnamon Graham Toast Crunch. Ooh. New cereal. Graham? Early winner uh, right there. And then. <laughs> you picking that over the. Uh, uh, dude, Cinnamon Reese's. Toast Crunch and Fruity yeah. Pebbles are Cinnamon oh, Graham. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Look at this one. A new one. Uh, this was, this was a, a uh, St. Patrick's Day special. There better be for, marshmallows. Uh, I was going to say, Soup. Uh, Lucky I, Charms. Uh, we got Lucky Charms Honey Clovers. Oh, wow. I, it looks like there's Chris, spinach in there. <laughs> Chris, no disrespect. You may pleasure yourself now, too, to be very honest with you. all kinds of Okay, so real quick. It doesn't turn me on like that. <laughs> real, real quick. Sultry? There it is, the Wait, sultry word. All right, real quick. I'm going to cut this. I'm, we're going we're gonna to cut right here. Everybody, You're listening we're going to have a bowl podcast. Go around and try. We want to hear from you. Send us feedback, questions, or topics you'd like us to discuss to contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Look, we might not be the best podcast out there, but I know one thing for certain. There's sure as hell in anyone better. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. Okay, we're back here with the cereal. It's set up. We're ready to go. We're going to pass them down the line, and then we're going to rank them, and that's, that's going to be our uh, Pine Room Cereal Hour. I don't know if that's a title we're going to keep. Yeah. But, uh, cereal yeah. Hour? <laughs> cereal <laughs> Hour. Oh. Yeah. All right, so Jarrett, go ahead and take that, pass that down to Chris, and then we're gonna go take down the line down, here. Pass it around. We can uh, yeah, take that. Honey clovers, <coughs> lucky charms. Honey with clovers. Uh, start here. Am I just like champing it and reaching with my fingers? Just yeah, take, we're, we're, we're not. We're, just what are we? Careful. We all clean before this. I better take notes. All the crunching in the mic. Yeah, you don't want to get a little away from your your mic when you eat. Oh my God, COVID's all good. Now this is COVID numbers are spiking. Yes. All right, here's here's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna go down the line, and you're gonna rate from 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 best to worst. No, from worst to best. All right, Chris, what do you got? Uh, <clears throat> checking in at number three is Lucky Charms, Honey Clovers. Uh, two, I got Cinnamon Graham Toast Crunch, and number one is the Reese's Wow Cluster. Wow. Dad, I, I like that. Are you serious? Coolio was fuked. I got I got three the Reese's um, Reese's Puffs. Oh. Two the Lucky Charms and uh, way way ahead because I'm a big cinnamon guy. The cinnamon what are they? What is that? Cinnamon plus? Graham Toast oh, Crunch. Oh man, that, that's that's my three. All right, so let's see, Coach. Coach's stripper name Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I'm going number three the Lucky Charms. Uh, yeah. At two. The Reese's Puff, and I think not even That's close. Not, I knew that. I, I think number not even close. The cinnamon toast. What a cinnamon gram. Cinnamon toast. Cinnamon Cinnamon crunch. Yeah. That, that phenomenal cereal. Toast crunch. Because I, I can imagine what's left in the bowl of milk after that cinnamon. Oh, oh yeah, hey, so, they're actually cool. Yeah, because I guess you you don't get the effect that you do as eating a whole bowl. So oh. this is more of a control a control what's, testing. What would be left in there would be amazing. Matt, what do you got? <laughs> well, I'm gonna go against the grain here. My the least liked one of mine. So number three would be the cinnamon toast. Whoa. Whoa. Holy shit. 
find it is way too overpowering for me. Communist. I do not like communist. It. I, no, Somebody shut I, his mic off. I do, not, <laughs> I do not like it at all, actually. Uh, the Lucky Charms coming, it too. It was pretty yeah. good. And then I'm surprised because I'm kind of anti-Reese's Crunch, the regular one with the peanut butter, because I'm a big Captain Crunch, peanut butter crunch mm. fan. But this one was very good, so that, that Reese's... Puffs cluster crunches. Wow. That's Very two good. number ones, then. Me yeah. and you got yeah. it. Yeah, that was number one. All right, so I'm gonna come in here. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw. I, I'm a I'm kind of uh, biased against peanut butter, so I'm gonna put uh, Reese's Puffs at, at number three. I'm gonna put Lucky Charms at number two, and I'm gonna throw Cinnamon Cinnagram Crunch at number one. Looks That's like three our, number our, ones. Looks like our family here. <laughs> you guys like <laughs> cinnamon. Loves the cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, three votes yeah, for cinnamon, and yes. me and Matt got Reese. Okay. Right. I, I know there was rules, and I apologize, Joe, but number one, cinnamon graham toast crunch, Reese Puffs cluster sucked, and honey grams <laughs> sucked even worse. Yeah. <laughs> how, how was cinnamon graham? It was phenomenal. Okay. Absolutely yeah. goofy good. Yeah, right. goofy yeah. Good. yeah I'm going to go first to last, too. That cinnamon, cinnamon's incredible. So that's my number one. Lucky Charms, too. That Reese Puffs was literally disgusting. <laughs> So I don't know why you made us eat that, Jub. I didn't know it was going to be terrible. It was, it was good. I don't know if it was up. disgusting, Sue. Chris My said goodness. these guys were fucked no, up. I said his, no, I said his taste buds were I fucked up. Said, yeah. These guys are fucked <laughs> What do you want what do you do? What totally do you, terrible. I'll bring like oysters next time. If that's oh, oh, hey, now, let's do it. Now, yes. I want to hear, uh, Cools, are you a cereal person, I'm first a, of all? I've been a big cereal You're guy. You're a huge yeah. cereal guy? So they, I think this, on the, is, on, this is legit with Cools Well, I think on the second episode, or like the third episode, we talked about how your two favorites are... Uh, you know uh, this. A frosted mini wheats yep. and uh, <laughs> frosted flakes. Yeah, I'm a big a frosted, frosted guy. Yeah. So yeah. Did but you try the blueberry kind yet? Huh? Did you try the blueberry kind? The frosted. I have not. I need to go buy phenomenal. some. Phenomenal. All right. So for the last weigh-in for the cereal hour, uh, the Pine Room cereal hour, Tyler Cooley. So if you rewind us and you go watch me eat that Reese puff, <laughs> I almost fucking threw up. <laughs> I swear to God. But yeah, Reese puff, last dog shit. Uh, Lucky Charms were kind of. I, and then the cinnamon, that was five. All yeah. right, so there it goes. Yeah. Is that six? All right, that's five. Two, three, four, five cinnamons. Five, oh, six. Six cinnamon, six and two, Reese's two Reese's Pops. Cinnamon was really right. good. All right, so if you're going out to the store and you want some new cereal, uh, here at the Pine Room, we're endorsing Cinnagram Toast. No, 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 we're no. anti. No. And let us know. Send us, uh, send us some uh, yeah. info right. on which if you one want, you like. Uh, if you want a cereal that's equivalent to the Cl- Cleveland Browns that looks great when you first Easy look now. at it, when you first look at it, but then you actually get a good feel for it, that's the Reese Puffs because it looks awesome, but then you watch it and you taste it and it's like, this sucks. Yeah, if, well, you, uh, if you have anything you want us to try on the really show. That's really uncalled for. <laughs> yeah, that was. That <laughs> we weren't was, even talking about football. Yeah, that was yeah. violent. What's a boring cereal? Cheerios? Yeah. yeah. Regular Cheerios. Raisin Bran? Nuts, great nuts, raisin bread. Oh, hey, you will make you shredded poop, wheat. You'll be <laughs> wait cornflakes. People hate cornflakes. Yeah, they're good. Shredded wheat's boring. Yeah, well, what? Yeah. yeah, just regular shredded wheat. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Cheerios, shredded wheat. That can't even taste like anything. If you have any recommendations <laughs> for what you want us to try, if you want us to try anything on the show, like a, like what we just did, hit us up on social media. So uh, <laughs> we'll see you here in a second. All right, so we'll get these out of here, right. and then we'll go. Uh, that was dog shit. We going to the pizza. No, we'll do. Which is weird. He's got women problems, guys. Lay off. <laughs> um, <laughs> like last week, uh, food is a huge thing in the Pine Room. Thankfully, this week, uh, the folks down at Pizza Express were, were 
uh, nice enough to send us uh, a nice little spread today. Uh, we we've been grubbing down on some uh, on a belly buster, on a meat Thank lovers you. pie, and on some breadsticks, and we also had some wings. So uh, we Delicious. talked about this. We talked about it. Uh, what uh, I think two weeks ago that uh, Pizza Express. You know, every single time you get it, it's consistent. G- it's gr- incredible. Just, it's you. You can't get you. You can't get much better than I mean. You just can't get much better than what we have here. I mean, it just covers all your bases. Uh, it's good. It's great stuff. Uh, go down to Pizza Express. That's down in Warwood, which is uh, I'm not quite sure the address. What, what I can't I can read. Seven oh seven. Yeah, seven oh seven Warwood Avenue. Seven oh seven Warwood Avenue. The number's three zero four two seven seven ten forty. So if you want to get some good pie, you can get a belly buster. You can get a junior belly buster uh, pizza. They got great subs too. They got wings. They got uh, boneless wings. Uh, a bunch of different uh, wing flavors. So go down there, give them some love, and uh, tell them tell them the Pine Room sent you. The, a, the breadsticks are absolutely yep. incredible. Yeah. When I was little, uh, my dad and I we used to go fishing and hunting all the time, and and we'd stop and we'd get Pizza Express, a, a huge pizza, and the breadsticks. And one time we were fishing down at the Ohio River, and I was so, I was looking so forward to eating those breadsticks. I just played a baseball game. I'm carrying them down. I I go to sit down right next to the river where we fish. Fall breadsticks, oh. breadsticks, <laughs> right. Breadsticks right into the Ohio hey, River. Well, guess what? Oh, dude, you got them here. Yeah, you got thank you guys. Yeah, thanks so, for the pizza. Thank phenomenal. Yeah, yes, thank Absolutely you, phenomenal. Hey, Paula, Paula Abraham. Yep. Thank you, Paula, thanks, Paula. so much. Thanks, thank you uh, very much. We, we yeah. get it all the time when we're down at the vets uh, <laughs> on a Sunday um, football day. We get a belly buster. So if you've got a group, sometime. Get a belly buster. It comes in squares, so they're like a, what? What do you guys classify like a three biter? Oh man, yeah. nah, nah, give me a two. A three oh, biter slice, down in or you can get the or you can get the round pie, which is in front of Cooley and Soup right there. Right, look, yeah, show them a picture of the belly. There, obviously, it's half eaten right now. <laughs> right. And, then, and then you got the you got the round pie, and then the and then the breadsticks. Yeah, so. And there's no wings left. I had about fifteen, and the wings are almost <laughs> yeah, gone. So. with dipping sauces as well. And yeah. if you don't like the belly buster. I will pay for it. <laughs> I promise you, you will love yep. the Belly Buster, and you'll go back, and it'll taste the same the next time, mm-hmm. and the next time, and the next time. So, Paula, thank you. Well and done. Yeah. She has yep. four different um, four different shops. They're in uh, Bridgeport, Yorkville, St. Clairsville, and obviously we talked about the one in Warwood. So yep. go visit her. You'll never, ever be disappointed. All right. Thank you, Pizza Express. Thanks. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. Right now is probably a good time to follow us on Instagram or Twitter. You can find us at the Pine Room Podcast. And the next time you run into a Pine Room member, tell them I said, what's up? Real quick, because uh, I, I think it's it's while we're on food, we've been on food a lot today, which is, you know, it's a good thing. Food's great. I love food. You know, one of the, my favorite <laughs> quotes of all time is uh, from School of Rock, and, and he's talking about um, uh, wh- why he doesn't go on a diet, and the girl asks him why he doesn't go on a diet, and he goes, uh, I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Then that, that's me. So I, I like to eat. Uh, but one thing that we always talk about, and we would talk about at family gatherings and all kinds of stuff, is what would be your last meal on Earth, so let's set let's set some stipulations right here. Let's say you can pick three th- pick three different items from 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 three different no three different items. They can be from anywhere. It can be any kind of food, but that you get three choices. So you get three options, um, and you can eat them together. And then yeah, it's your last meal. So let's go, go from Cooley uh, start. Well, this one might be a little obvious, but fusing would definitely be at the top of that list. But 
So like, can I have like you chicken get, and shrimp? Whatever you get at the infusion. Just, so I get sushi, chicken and shrimp. Okay, well and, you have to get double one, rice, Okay, so. so you get you get, get the you just get the entree. That's oh, all you that's get. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'll get that chicken and shrimp, double rice. That that's my one. That's your one. Crab legs. Oh, well, I mean, it's my so last good. meal. I got okay. I got a little bite you wanna, of everything. You want to work for it? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Crab legs, I'll be in that jail cell cracking them up. Okay. And then, in the jail. man. <laughs> well, that's your last meal, right? You're in prison. Yeah, you're about right. to die. Right. But I don't think, be, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, well, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you might not be. Hopefully I'm not in prison. Yeah, okay, yeah. You're right. I'm wrong. So, crab leg fusing. I would have to go... Popeye's chicken sandwich. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm one of them dudes that would go crazy in the lines for that sandwich. You would, you would commit homicide for a sandwich? <laughs> that's why it's my last oh, meal. That's right. okay. yeah. Fair enough. Soup? I would go... I, can, I do, can I do more than three, please? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Man, shot down. No. I'm going to no. do... Uh, I'm going to do Muscles from the Legacy Restaurant oh, in God. Avon Lake, Ohio. They're incredible. Uh, cheese all over them with, with wine, and, and it's so good. So... I'm going to start with my muscles, surf and turf, okay? There you got two for one right Yeah, there. surf yeah. and turf, a beautiful medium uh, a filet with the lobster tail. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so muscles, surf and turf, and then a uh, chocolate chip cookie dough blizzard from Dairy Queen. That's with the works. chocolate or without the chocolate? With the chocolate. Okay, because our family actually eats it without the chocolate. And if I can't have the blizzard for some reason, like if the machine's down at Dairy Queen, I want Zapoli from Olive Garden with the raspberry mm. sauce. The blizzard machine is down at Dairy Queen. They are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they but can't you, sell but, shit. There. But you can bet better it's going to be down at McDonald's. Legit. Hell yeah. All right, Jeffrey, what do you got? So I, I guess I just got done saying uh, to, for tonight's dinner is probably my favorite, so I hope to God it's not my last meal tonight. <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> we're having a little filet, salad, Ooh. and potato, so that would be my go-to. Okay. I would have to probably go Drover's Wings. Okay. And for a third thing, I'd probably have to do, I, I guess, make it general, but some sort of seafood platter. Okay. All right, all right. That's that's acceptable. All right, appreciate that. All right, what what uh, Jarrett just said. We should have we should have included our method of execution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's something. We'll, we'll save that. For <laughs> we'll, the, save, yeah, we'll, we'll save that for the next episode. <laughs> um, my stuff, real quick. I'm gonna go with a uh, order of General So's chicken, white meat oh, from boy. China Walk, uh, specifically. <laughs> You guys got to get out of this area more. <laughs> I'm going to go. These things are like or just. I'm going to go. None of these things would even be on. Well, maybe Drover's Wings, Jeff. That might be. I'm going to go with oh, the God. my favorite burger of all time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going to be from Arby's. He's <laughs> <laughs> a wheeling chamber of commerce. Fried been bologna, happy to have you guys. I'll tell you this much. Jub is going to save the state a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. Here's hot dogs, macaroni, and cheese. <laughs> well, I well, wait till we get to Jared. Okay, here. here. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Job. I'm so sorry. my second thing <laughs> is going to be, and I'm going to shit on for this. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not that big of a dick. I, 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 t- I want a sweet and spicy burger from Market Vines. It's my favorite burger of all time. Medium mm. with two sides of the Carolina barbecue sauce, uh, and then for my third thing. God, I like dessert. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with uh, key lime pie. Fuck you! Wait, Jeb, can I change one? No. Oh, mate, I tell you what, he's already dead. That's my last meal. You're already dead. Second chance, Christ. Uh, Tony Anello's the chicken palm. Yeah, I gotta throw that in there. All right, all right, Matt. 
Well, uh, I, I'm going to go a little outside the area here. So, anyway, I would probably elect to have a, a surf and turf from a really awesome restaurant in Louisville, Kentucky called Jeff Ruby's. They have these really good tomahawk ribeyes, and uh, they usually have a little lobster tail or something. So, that would probably be in the mix for sure. And then I'd have to have uh, some sort of raw seafood. Got to be probably oysters just somewhere fresh out of the water on the eastern shore would definitely be and then I, I am partial to dessert so i probably would have to go with some sort of incredible peanut butter pie from yeah. some place i can't i've had so many good ones i can't really remember off the top of my head what it would be but that would probably be what i would go with you don't want the bridgeport brownie oh, <laughs> do they fire. make that anymore that's, i don't know that's fire i ate a whole one of those one time i was vomited <laughs> 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 They're made for four people. Yeah, I know. I know. For for me, I, I've my whole life I've been Tyson chicken um, nuggets. I, I've been really uh, banquet r- slandered for rib, my food choices. You have. I've been slandered my whole life. Yeah, because you choices. eat like a four year old. I may. I'm still good looking, but um, <laughs> as for me, I'm gonna go Drovers with Jeff. Drovers. This second one, I really think that I may be. I may be put on the stand for this one, but... Well, you're going to die anyway. Chick- I was going to say, yeah, you're already true. convicted. <laughs> you're already convicted. A, uh, a Chick-fil-A spicy chicken sandwich with pepper jack cheese and Chick-fil-A sauce. Can't beat it. It's a good sandwich, but no. before I, just, I die... Oh, man. You need to clarify what you're getting from Jovis. Yeah. It's not what people think. <laughs> okay. All right, let's but not fucking hide it. He okay, avoided this for a reason. I, I, will, I did avoid it because everybody really... I try to... I try to make sure I order when people aren't listening because they get mad at me. But I get the instead of getting wings, I get chicken fries at Drovers. But they're good. You guys haven't tried them before. I have. I have. They're better than burgers. I will say this: phenomenal. You know, wings. Wings. I don't get wings anywhere like anywhere other than Drovers. But if you want to go and get this kind of the same experience without getting all messy and getting. You know, sauce and stuff. Exactly, all over the place. it's clean. It's Why nice you guys got to bully Jared? I'm saying exactly. I'm, I'm supporting him. Let him All right, let me my third my third one, just a classic grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> you say oh, nice. I remember you used to eat a lot of pepperoni sandwiches when you were. I young. did like pe- pepperoni. You were, you were big yeah. on those. They yeah, were, sometimes they were good it, for lunch. Sometimes they wouldn't cut the casing off the out the oh. all the outside. Yeah, and that choke bastard, on it. Oh, that bastard! <laughs> would, like a rubber band. It, like it ripped the whole it ripped the whole bun over that that bastard when you bite into it. Jared, but, I do like the simplicity though. I'm I can respect sitting, simplicity, simple, but I am going to hey. bust balls real quick, though. Do you do the smiley fouls? Fries and... <laughs> Ooh. Hey, smiley fries, and I got my little sippy cup and my... <laughs> His diaper on. <laughs> in, my, in my high chair. They strap me in. All right, Dad. All right, so, Soup, you know that I'm going to start out with a can of black olives. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you want to bomb Wait it before you die? Do you want Wait someone to have to clean up Wait your puke? Wait a second. Wait a second. Soup, you... Uh, you really don't like black olives, do you? Myers, he said they taste like nosebleed. Well, he's right. I, yeah, I agree with him. That coach, that's actually a, disgusting. A whole can? Yeah, I could eat a whole can. Put them like on one my of them fingers. Sam's Club? Put them on my fingers. And, okay, and all right, them. number two. Oh, no, no, listen, that isn't really it. But, but I'm going to go basic here. Now, I'm not going to Drovers or anything. I'm going to go comfort food because this is like, and you guys know what I, one of my. Alt. Yeah. I, I could eat mashed potatoes with anything. <laughs> you give me a shoe and I'll eat it. I'd eat mashed potatoes with it. So I'm doing the mashed sho- potatoes. The shoe that Champ crunches his well, I, 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 I don't even know if mashed potatoes yeah. could. That's yeah. a fermented well, shoe. Yeah. <laughs> Help that. Anything his foot. Mashed potatoes, <laughs> peas, 
I'm having a piece. I know you guys are going to think I'm weird, but I'm going, your, I'm going comfort food. Green, I want green to, giant peas or what's uh, the brand? Uh, yeah, green giant, good. Any kind of peas, bird's it's eye, a, bird's eye, yeah, uh, Kroger brand. I don't care. Peas. Roundies, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'd go with a Thanksgiving dinner too, though, and roast beef. Okay, in a crock pot, ooh, all day. And and what do I do with the food, Job? He, I always, it grosses me out. He takes everything. It looks like you took the garbage disposal and dumped it onto the uh, onto I'm his a plate. Fan. It's just stuff. It's it looks like someone like got shot in the head in the in a, in a pile. It's uh, it's just it's the best it's way gross. to eat it. So anyway, I'm going comfort food: mashed potatoes, peas, and roast beef. And that, you know, anything else. In a bucket? (laughs) (laughs) With a spoon. All right, Chris. All right. uh, Cereal. No, no, it's not on the list. Uh, Whatever steakhouse uh, might be deemed the best, I want a large filet, as tender as can be, and I want it medium rare. I want it yes. almost bloody Good and point, juicy. Chris, because that's how mine's going to be bleeding. Right, as exactly. I will be like, later when right, I right. when I go before the firing squad. <laughs> right. So oh, that's uh, how you're going to go. So that would be number one choice. Number two, and I actually just thought of this now: uh, liver and onions. Oh, 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 all right, you and Champ. That's, yeah, that's his I mean, favorite meal. That, oh wow! Yeah, a lot of salt on it. Uh, Tastes like ass. and then I and then I, I uh, you could probably eat your own liver. And my, my, mother, yeah. my mother used to chase us right. around the house yeah. with uh, with raw liver. Uh, oh, chase me and my sister. That's Kim where I started around the house. Grandma would be screaming and crying, and she'd be chasing us around. And <laughs> but the only place I ever ate liver was at my mother's house. She'd make it with onions and bacon, and it was yeah. phenomenal. It. Right, it where was I, phenomenal. That's where I got nothing my start. Like a, nothing like a blood filter. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just then with that I'll have uh, <clears throat> Olive Garden salad. And uh, wow! End it with a uh, blizzard from DQ Heath Bar. No, oh, no Heath Mexican, bar. no Mexican, Chris. No, 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 not not for a last meal. Okay, I can't get on the liver and onions, but I can get on your blizzard there for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, outside of food, I think we've li- I think we've 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 uh, saturated our food talks for today. Yeah. I know one thing that was playing behind us. I, is it still playing? It was playing earlier when we were setting up uh, a little bit of horse racing. So I think we want to talk and hit on the Derby. Um, I, now I I don't know much about uh, horse racing. I know Matt, you know a good bit. You always, you, I mean, you know you know a lot about a lot of sports. So. I, I follow it a little bit. Yeah. So why don't you give us? Uh, Give it, give us, give us well, your thoughts. Let, let me, let me. Uh, yeah, let's start the discussion. Uh, well, um, first of all, Matt, how did you become? Uh, because you're a pretty good handicapper. You, you, you follow up pretty well. What, what, what started you into horse racing? Your interest in what? What do you lean on to get your advice on on handicapping? Yeah. So actually, um, I always kind of followed the the uh, Triple Crown races when I was little, and I'm sure. Everybody at a time or two in their life remembers uh, being in a horse pool or being in somebody's house and everybody drawing a horse or whatever. That's kind of like how our family would do it, Coach. So I think I remember the 1989 Kentucky Derby. We were at Grandma's house, and you put together a a racing pool, and we all drew a horse. And I drew Sunday Silence, and he ended up winning. So he was always my favorite horse. So that's kind of what sparked my interest. And then... To actually go into where I learned how to handicap, uh, obviously I, I learned from my dad a little bit, but he wasn't huge into it. But I, I had a seventh grade teacher at, at uh, St. Vincent's. His name was Mr. Weiskircher, and he's passed away now. Was he a jockey? 
He was not a jockey, but he was, he was a really smart guy. <laughs> and he, and he, he, taught, he taught a lot of my friends and I how to read a racing form for dogs and horses. And I fell in love with it. I loved, loved it ever since. And those two things stick out of my mind is how I started to really love the sport. So, so how do you, how do you, uh, how do you, do you follow the horses? Do you uh, yeah, follow yeah. particular handicappers or do you, do you just uh, get a feel I, for it? As you go along, you're never going to learn everything right away. So you, you, you have to go in with the mindset that you're not going to know everything. So if you're just starting out, you need to stick to basics. Uh, you find a couple of things that you think are interesting on the racing form, whether it's speed figures or uh, timed race times. Uh, you can, I mean, it, the more in depth you get, you're going to learn more as you go along, but you can't learn everything at once. It's just like anything else you do it takes you a long time to get good at it. So each time you do it, you try to figure out something else that maybe you can use the next time or you learn or you make notes and say, well, I thought about this here. It worked out. I'm going to use that in my mind. The next time I see, for instance, uh, horses off of a layoff, say they're off for mm. 90 days or something like that, and they come back for a race. Well, a lot of times the trainers won't have them amped up and ready to run more than just a little bit of an effort. They don't have them maxed out. So you kind of look for, okay, his second time off a layoff, so he's off 90 days, he races, maybe he finishes in the top four, not, not a winning effort, but decent, and then you look for him to pop on his next time out. So those are kind of little things that you learn, but, you, but you're never going to, you're not going to learn all this in a day, a week, a month, a year. I mean, I, I still learn, right? Matt, now, so. will you explain his career best? That's what I was yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, because sure. I'm looking at some of these, like, like you put the date on there and their last race and stuff. Yeah, and, so, and what you were just saying, like this one person on the number 12 uh, post, Taiba. Yeah, Taiba. Yeah. Taiba, like they're, they've got 111, but they're 12 to 1, yeah. and they just raced on so, April so let me let me tell you a little bit. We'll go around a couple of these horses. Uh, so that's a really good question. So the Brisnet, I got you guys all a form for those of you listening to us or watching. Uh, I got them all a, a form that I printed out today. It has the career Brisnet, which is one of the three speed figures that people use when they handicap. So you have the buyer speed figure, which is the most popular, and then the Brisnet, and then there's the time form, which is a new age version so they all have these speed figures and somebody made a formula based on time and the amount of distance covered on the track and they anyway they compute this formula after each race and these these horses it's it's supposed to be all things even for these horses this is what their top output would be so you mentioned table table has only run two times he's a really young horse he's probably the most talented horse in this field but he's only ever raced against six and seven horse fields. He's done it twice. He's blown them away. He looks like by far the most talented horse in this race. But can he handle a 20-horse field? And can he handle all the people in the pageantry of the Derby? A lot of times these young horses freak out. So these are all three-year-old horses. This is awesome. They, they're all three-year-old horses. Every horse in here, they're all three-year-old males. Now, a female can enter, but they didn't this year. So Tabaw didn't race when he was two. So he's only raced two races this year. So he's very green and, and he's just inexperienced. I personally, on talent, I would say he's the most talented horse in this field, but it, it scares me a little bit because I don't know how he's going to react. I just don't know. So I will be using him on tickets. Uh, I just don't know. Are all of these horses, are, are they like, I know a quarter horse, like I've, I've rode a quarter right. horse before. Are all of these horses the same type of horse? Yeah, these are all thoroughbreds. I mean, they, they all are different bloodlines so but but they all have been bred through the years as thoroughbred horses they have these exceptional bloodlines you can see you can if you ever and go these are the fastest horses in the world right uh well the quarter horse ones they, they're top they're zero to 
50 speed is probably quicker than these ones, but these are the most powerful and the yeah. strongest, and they have the best endurance. And what just, about like I text you, like we talk to you all the time about who the public is on in these right, NFL right. games? Is yeah. that going to happen here? Yeah, like so the public's going to so be all over someone. That's a really good question, Soup. Okay, so you see the number three there, Epicenter. He's been kind of the the favorite horse the entire. Uh, spring racing season so when these three-year-olds they all turn three on january 1st so in horse years for racing purposes they're all they're all three years old that's on. like north korea as well actually <laughs> yeah i learned that yeah. in a podcast. everybody turns the same age on the same day yeah so all these horses turn so even if they were born in uh these horses would have been born in nine, 19 so they they if they were born in january or they were born in may they're still all considered the same age so Epicenter's been the, the kind of the top choice throughout. Uh, people have been betting future markets on him for weeks and weeks and weeks and months. So he he's seven to two right now. He's probably going to be second choice. The number ten Zandon is uh, trained by Chad Brown. He's caught the eye of a lot of people right now, and many people think he is the most likely winner in this. So one of those two, I would expect to go off the favorite. That is where the public's going to be. Uh, we talked about Mattress Mac. A while back, uh, I don't know, it was really early on in our in our podcasts. Uh, he actually did a new promotion for this, where he's going to bet three million dollars on the race favorite. But the problem that he has right now is he doesn't know who it's going to be because it's literally going to come down to Saturday, probably Saturday morning before he makes his three million dollar bet. A few weeks ago, it looked like it was certain that he was going to use Epicenter, but he's now talking about possibly having to use Zandon. So it'll be interesting. After the Kentucky Oaks, they have a they have a daily double for the Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby, and he's going to look at what the daily double will pays will be for the Kentucky Derby payoff. So he's going to go with the favorite probably in that market. So he's going to bet $3 million, and if the horse wins, people who spent, I think, $3,000 on all their furniture, they, they get it for free. Wow. Yeah, so, so, yeah. In these races for, uh, uh, like, on, on the sheet, the favorite, Zan, is Zandon the favorite? As in, yeah, as Zandon right, right now? now is the favorite. So yeah. uh, as far as favorites go in, in the Derby, because – our favorites, like if if you look if you would look back in history, do the favorites is it is it normal for them to always to, to for them to normally win, like as as a favorite for for a long period of time, probably in the I don't know eighties nineties, the favorites won at a pretty high rate. Recently, uh, it's kind of changed a little bit. There there was a really good upset last year with Medina Spirit, who ended up not not in a he ended up passing away, and then he ended up being disqualified <laughs> anyway. Which is a whole other topic. He passed away, then he was disqualified. <laughs> well, actually, it was weird. He actually, yeah. he he literally did get ruled. He was dead already when they finally came yes, down after yes. that appeal that they said he was no longer the winner. So a horse called Mandaloon ended up winning uh, last year. So that was an upset. And then the year before that, we had the COVID one, which was weird. And that was, I think, authentic went gate to wire. But that was kind of, he wasn't a favorite. And then three years ago, you had a horse called Country House, which I was lucky enough to have. He was 65 to 1. And he oh, won. wow. Good so, for you, Yeah, man. that was that was one of my better ones I've ever when had. When they say 65 to 1, that's if you bet $10, you would win 650 right? Yeah, you you, would, yeah. you, win, a do- you win $65 for every dollar oh, you, you bet. bet. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So, so, Matt, do you think this is uh, this is a an open field? Do you think I, I do. No I, no real clear I, I would favorite? Not, I would not bet either one of these favorites. Now, if you're depending on the kind of bets you're going to you, you're going to do, uh, if you're going to do exactas or trifectas, you may want to include, you want to look, maybe I like Epicenter a little better than I like Zandon. I actually lean Zandon of the two of them, but – I will use Zandon defensively because I do think he's pretty good and he's been very consistent, and I would include him in a trifecta because he definitely, if he doesn't win, he could still run in the top three. 
Uh, but I do think this is a wide-open race. I think you have some new shooters in here, but I also think there are a few horses right away that I immediately dismissed, which is not normal. In the Derby, I'm usually – it's it, and going back to the handicapping question – Sometimes it's easier to go through and look at the horses that you don't like. Like right, you say, right. I hate this horse. And a lot of times, I've watched all these horses run uh, multiple races. Some of them I've been against. I'll give you an example. Uh, White Abario, the 15, I've been against him, and he is, he's beat me three times this year, and I've not been a fan of him, and I'll be against him on Saturday again, <laughs> and he'll probably beat me again. <laughs> but I, I, it's nothing against him. He's, he's, he tries hard, he, but he just doesn't impress me. What do we know about Messier right there on number six? Messier, he's named for Messier. the hockey player, Mark Messier, the all-time great Chris. Is he, uh, is he the owner? Or they just, they no, just no, no, no. They just, they just named <laughs> oh. him after him. Uh, very, very talented horse, extremely fast figures. Um, real quick, Messier and Tabaw, the 12, Messier the 6, Tabaw the 12, they are both from the Bob Baffert barn. Unfortunately, he is banned from <laughs> yes, Kentucky. Yes, so, what? That's what <laughs> no, I thought not, he not said. Backlund, Chris. <laughs> the yeah. owner of the horses is banned from the state no, of Kentucky? No, he's the trainer. So the two ownership groups have now moved these two horses to a longtime Baffert assistant named Tim Yachtin, who's went out on his own, and he is training these horses. Now, I will notice, I noticed this in the races, and this just might be my mind playing tricks on me, but these two horses, now I said Tabo, in my opinion, is the most talented horse in this race. Messier is not far behind. These horses are exceptionally fast, and they're, they're very impressive to watch. But I don't feel like they've been trained quite as hard, maybe because they haven't been doped or whatever he put on, whatever he was cheating with. I feel like <laughs> the horses don't finish up quite the same, so it makes me a little bit worried about it. But Tim Yachtin's a good trainer. I mean, these horses are probably going to run pretty well if they get a decent trip. Um, it's, it's definitely uh, a race that I would say – there's probably 10 horses that can win this race. So when I go through them, I'm looking for value. And I like I, I don't know much about this, so just looking at the at the sheet, I would pick a winner based off name. So right. if you Most gave me if, do. if you gave me 10 bucks to bet right now, I'm taking Cyberknife. That's so who I, I was going to take. Yeah. yeah. So Cyberknife is actually uh, a, a horse that I really liked earlier in the year. He hasn't panned out to be quite as good as I thought he would be, but he's got great connections. Brad Cox is a Louisville guy. He's a really good trainer. Um, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Cyberknife won. I, I'm not going to be on him, but uh, who I is your winner? I know you're taking. Well, someone, I got, right? I got a, Yes, my 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 pick. Kind of the entire racing season, I've really loved the number one horse, Mo Donegal. The problem is he drew the one post, right, which has right. been a troublesome post for Kentucky Derby. I think maybe Ferdinand or somebody in 1986. I think was the last well, well, time. Now that is because they get jammed. Uh, jammed. Yeah, but now the good thing is they changed the gate yes. last year. They yes. moved it. They don't have an auxiliary gate, so he's got a little bit more room, and he's he runs from behind. So I think. But the way that Mo Donegal finishes up is just visually blows my mind. Uh, so along with handicap forms, watching replays, I would, I would recommend anybody who's getting into this, watch the replays. You, you never know what you're going to see. Even if the horse finishes third or fourth, see what he's doing in the last 220 yards. Now, now one last question, yeah. and I just looked at the weather. There's a chance of rain in the yes. morning. What's, yes. what's, now, does a sloppy track make uh, a huge difference with uh, these it, races? It can. Some of these, I, I was looking through the pedigrees of the mud. Um, there, there was a few horses that I thought looked like they may, may, may get moved up a little bit on a wet track, but nothing super significant. I didn't see anybody who had bloodlines that were bad where you would say, ah, they can't handle the slop. Now, if it's like a torrential downpour, some of these horses don't like. Now, like a lot of these horses, like back to Tabaw and Messier, they've never had dirt kicked in their face. They've never, they've been on the front That's every such race. That's a huge difference, yes, too. Yes, Huge difference. And, and these young horses, they start getting, and just with it's dry dirt, kicking them in the face, you don't know how they're going to react. So 
uh, the battle-tested horses. Like that's why I like Mo Donegal, and not to continue to bore people who don't want to hear about this, <laughs> but but I I kind of I I'm going to play Mo Donegal. I, I I'm worried about the one post, but I do really think he's he's the horse to beat here uh, in my mind. Um, I think that I now I Mo Donegal would be my number one choice, even even with the number one post draw. And I also like Charge It. Soup, you mentioned that horse yeah. earlier, I think. No, uh, that was, I was coach, talking to you. That was yeah. you, yeah. He's a great. Now, I, I, I like Charge It. He's getting better, but he's also lightly raced. He's only run three times. So he's another one that I'm not sure how, how he's going to handle these circumstances around him and the surroundings. But I really do like him. So I would have those two on top. And then there's, there's a horse that is a long shot, uh, the 14 Barber Road. I've liked this horse for a while. He, he hasn't won a lot, but he's... If you're going to play superfectas or trifectas, I would put him in there because he comes running late and he comes running hard and he could pay off uh, really nicely. If you can just get one decent price on a ticket, you can you can win a lot of money. And then obviously back to Table, who I think is the most talented horse. He I'll have to use him because I'll play pick fours and fives, which means you got to pick four races in a row or five races in a row. So I'll use those horses. What, t- um, what time's the race Saturday? It's Six. going to be about f- uh, three till seven, I think. Eastern. Yeah. Is is six fifty seven. Uh, one note real quick, and then you guys, if you got any more questions, I'll answer them, and then we can move along. But yeah, I uh, got one. There's, uh, there's these foreign horses, the number four, uh, oh, was- Summer is Tomorrow, and the uh, seven, Crown Pride. They're shipping in from, they just ran in Dubai about a month ago in the Dubai World Cup, uh, which in this was the UAE Derby, and they automatically qualify when they, they finish 1-2 in that. But the Japanese... And some of these foreign outfits, they're they're coming to American soil trying to win these races. And I'm I'm not saying that it's going to happen this year. Uh, Crown Pride, I believe it's Crown Pride. That's the Japanese. Yeah, yeah you put yeah. JPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so he, the Japanese, they came to America and the at the Breeders' Cup in the fall, and they won a lot of races, and and they won a dirt race, a big dirt race. So they're getting better. So don't be so quick to dismiss those. That's that was what my point's going to be. Is don't dismiss these horses yet and i also think that uh summer is tomorrow is going to be a huge pace factor here you're going to see him if he breaks well he will be on the lead and he's going to try to wire the field so if you want to roll the dice and take a chance on a, on a giant bomb i mean he's probably going to go off he's 30 to one morning line but he could be 40 uh how long's the race it's like mile and a mile and a quarter yeah. it longest these horses have ever run so all right, I'm 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 calling charge it. That's my that's yeah, my let's, I like let's, that pick. real quick. Everybody let's, pick one. Yeah. Let's go around us. Uh, so we'll start at Chris. Let's pick our uh Chris, pick did you our... have a question? You were gonna Oh ask no, I was okay. no, it was just about those those horses that had NA next to them. I just thought maybe yeah, they were they, just like see their speed figures that they do use over in Europe and Japan are different, so they don't they don't even rank oh. them. Both of those horses they ran in the UAE Derby last uh in late March. Okay, so they just didn't get them like at a local zoo to fill the field. No, sir. These okay. are these are all, uh, real, real quick. Uh, a the, local zoo, I believe. Well, I mean, they had no information next to them. I just thought they needed <laughs> three horses to I fill know. in. I think Crown Pride <laughs> might be classic a, Causeway too. The a great zoo. grandson of uh, of Sunday Silence. That horse, I'm, I oh, think yeah. it was Crown Pride. I'm pretty sure. All right, Chris. Uh, number nineteen, Zosos. That's my guy. Uh, all that's right. a good pick, Chris. Chris is on Zosos. 20 to 1. I, I I'm, like t- I'm taking charge it, the gray. Okay. <coughs> Chris, uh, surprising, I'm actually with you. I was on Zozo's as Thank well. You. Hey, uh, real quick, guys, Zozo's is a good pick. I, I, I'm i not sure he can do it from the 19 post, but he's very fast, and if he can get out there and kind of not get boxed in, 
and be like sitting third or fourth, I think he's got a really good chance. So. And, and you're taking Mo Donegal. Mo Donegal's my guy. I got to uh, stick with him. Job. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to go st- uh, in the opposite way of soup because I want to kind of, um, you know, not, not, not that soup doesn't know what he's talking about, but I, yeah. no, he doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, just to mix it up. Uh, but you know what? I think we're going to win a race together. We're going to, I'm going to take cyber knife. I'm going to take cyber knife. High five. Uh, I'm going happy Jack. Everything that I read last night, uh, because of his post position, I think his last well, three thirty to one. Wow. I think his last three races, he came in uh, third. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just thinking with uh, the this is the longest race these three year olds have ran. I think he's going to do it. Here's where I uh, here's where I'm stuck because Messier is that yeah. how you say it? Messier. I took French for three three years, so I kind of I kind of like that pick. I love the number eleven Pioneer of Medina. We didn't talk about that horse that much. I really like that. And then Zozo's, I think that's a sick name. Um, but I'm going to go, I like the number 16. Let's go Cyber Knife, Job. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Okay, I thought where it says career best, was it Brisnet? Brisnet? Yeah, Brisnet. Yep. Brisnet. Well, I thought that meant miles per hour. <laughs> so so oh. I saw 111 miles per yeah. hour first. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> didn't, they didn't top out at 111. <laughs> oh, so I'm going with Tyba at 12. All right. All right. Good pick, Cooley. Hey, right. Soup, you mentioned uh, Pioneer Medina. He kind of got in late. He was one of the last ones. A couple of horses scratched out, but he's he's a pace factor Tyba, usually, so right? he'll be forward. He yeah, Tayball. Yeah, that was awesome, Matt. Let's roll. I'm pumped okay. to watch. Yeah, all right. Yeah, good Jeff, luck. Are you gonna uh, are you gonna throw a few shackles? Of course. Uh, are you headed over the track? Is that uh, what you're gonna do? You or? know what? I don't know what I'm gonna do. Probably try to get over there quickly. I usually try to. Yeah. I don't think our site has a very good. Uh, they can only let you bet uh, win place. You guys do exactas, or can you do exactas on there? I know you can't do exactas. Yeah, yes, yeah. But you can't do trivectas or anything like that. Okay. All right, so uh, similar to the, the second week of our podcast, we put out picks for the uh, who's going to win the, the World Series. Will you make Series. a graphic for I'll us? I'll make Joe? a graphic for all of our picks here. Um, <laughs> what do you think Cyberknife looks like? He's a gray. He's a cyborg. He's a cyborg. Long face with the muttas. Cyberknife's not a gray. Oh, he's not a gray? No, no. Okay, well, look forward to that. Uh, if if you want to hop on on a pick with one of the guys, let us know and let us know who you're on, uh, and we'll 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 keep you updated. We might do a little something on Saturday uh, during the race, just in case we're all together or whatever. Job, can we go NFL draft real quick? Yeah, real quick. I'm going to go turn the lights on. Okay, and then we'll come back and we'll talk okay, about sweet. the draft. Peace. I might have an IQ of a boiled egg. But I like listening to the Pine Room Podcast. You are listening now to the Pine Room Podcast. Uh, last Thursday, uh, I don't think we talked about it the week prior, but um, we got two guys here at least that are extremely interested in the NFL draft. I'm not sure about everybody else, but I know Cooley, it's like um, uh, Christmas when the NFL draft <laughs> yeah. starts. So uh, if you guys want to hit on the NFL draft, tell, tell us a little something. Tell us some interesting stuff. Who, who, who? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm talking. No, about. No, I just, I just wanted to get <laughs> into it because Cools. I wanted to ask for your forgiveness real quick. Uh, we made that bet about Mitch Trubisky and Tom Brady <laughs> that if Mitch Trubisky has more, I think Cooley won. If, if if Mitch Trubisky has more passing yards than Tom Brady this year, you have to take the ACT and vice versa. I was going to ask you nicely, if Kenny Pickett is the starting quarterback, can I please have Kenny Pickett in that bet now? Or is it just, it's completely, 
Yeah, you can have him because he's not going to beat him either. <laughs> yeah, I think you that's a pretty sh- safe shake bet. on it. Cool, shake dub- on double it. the double the bet. I was going to say, is, is, there, is there like a buyback with that? Like, should is there something he needs like a little bit of a buyback since it's he needs to admit what he did to me at Chick Fil A was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, last week he, he's oh, yeah. talking about when Soup put Cooley in a headlock at Chick Fil A Park. I got you. I was in the wrong, but when you did it, it hurt bad. So when I turn around, I just put you right in a headlock. I think but... it was mu- it's mutually abusive. <laughs> But also with the, with the draft, I just wanted to say that um, Say's Jaguars might be turning this whole this whole boat around now because so the they coach should bet them over their win total. Yeah, take them over. I think Say would agree with he you. Does too. every I'm not year, biased. Jacksonville. You take the Jaguars over every no, year. Hell no, I ain't I ain't falling for that again. Well, I thought I've lost my ass. Listen, Fourth of July night, he'll talk you into it. I guarantee. <laughs> and Rodney will talk me into uh, Matt, Matt Stafford. Whoever Matt Stafford, you, well, did, the Rams. The Rams I thought you said you were never following anything Say ever said again. No, I'm not. I'm not listening to him. <laughs> Hell no. I, he, he's taking me down about eight, nine bad roads. Never a good one. Did you guys see where the owner came back out again this week and they were asking him about Urban Meyer? And oh. he's like, well, how in the hell do I work with that kind of guy? Yeah. 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 Just yeah. calling he, his ass out. I fucking love Urban's Fuck coming Urban back Meyer. to TV, hey, though. You know, unfortunately. Hey, you know who really uh, rips on Urban Meyer uh, is Rich Eisen. Yeah. He yeah. just destroys Urban so. Meyer. He, he must just be an absolute job. horrible human being. I'm sorry. Well, I was saying, Rich Eisen uh, is on his show. He rips Urban Meyer constantly. Urban and, Meyer didn't know who Aaron Donald was. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. about number 99 just, for the Rams. He's pretty top. much a disgrace to the whole coaching industry. It's pathetic. I don't know how you were in Columbus, Ohio, and you are truly the face of Columbus, and you're going to act like nobody's going to know who you are when you're tr- trying to cheat on your wife. Yeah, real stupid. And the best part about it is if they, they showed the background of it, they had a picture of him and his wife like above the restaurant that was kind of overseeing as he's trying to pimp on this chick. Yeah, <laughs> what a goof. Yeah, I heard the weird. NFL was pissed at the uh, – the Lions for making their pick so quick. Yeah, for too, making yeah. them too fast, back to back years. Yeah, they well they, can, they know exactly. Not the bid. Gonna, we speed well, up the well, draft. Yeah, a right. Bit. Jesus. What do you mean you ma- they well, made they it went, too quick? So the, they wanted them as soon as soon so as they can the, talk. Uh, those idiots can Jags talk went first, right? Yeah, as soon as the Jags picked it, Lions knew that if they didn't take uh, Hutchinson, that yeah. they were yeah. taking him because right. he's a hometown boy. But they've had six months to decide. Right, exactly. And and NFL right, like Chris said, they want to let all the brains that you know that know everything let them have the. Spotlight. That was going to be my point about the draft when you, when anybody asked my opinion. I, I thought that the draft doesn't really excite me a whole lot. I, I enjoy a little bit of it, but the people on TV talking about it, they literally know no, no more than we do. Right. I, they really don't. They, they're really an embarrassment. I, I got to actually question if some of them even watch games. They don't. Like, we can be drunk up here at the Pine Room, and I, and I would notice guys more than they have. I, 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 was, I was actually embarrassed for the channels, NFL Network and ESPN, for some of the comments they were made about some of these players in in mm-hmm. the NFL teams too. I, I any anybody who's going to think that the Ravens should be a, a heavy passing team is is an absolute moron. They don't watch the games and they don't know what they're talking mm-hmm. about. If you watch the games every week, you'll realize if the Ravens run the ball and only throw the ball about nineteen to twenty five times a game, they would be good. And then they try not to do that and they suck. Lamar Jackson is a great athlete, 
but he's not a passer, and you're not going to make him into a passer. It, it's funny you said that, Matt, because I had this. I remember, we all talk about how our brains work, and we write so much stuff down for the next week, and we put it in our notes. Something I put a long time ago, I was, and this is an NBA-related, but to piggyback off what you're saying, Draymond Green came on, and he, I think he does a podcast, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, and he called out, he said, the analyst said that the, a lot of the analysts this year said the Lakers are going to win all win the championship, <laughs> and 20 teams were better than the Lakers, and he goes, shouldn't those guys get fucking fired? Yeah. I mean, right, yeah. legit. Hey, Draymond Green, say whatever you want about his antics. He he does have some really good sound bites, and he's a pretty smart dude. Yeah. He he, he also had that comment about the John Morant getting most improved player. That's absurd. John Morant was freaking great before yeah, the season started. He didn't he didn't improve that much. Yeah. Just uh, bringing up Jaw, I I turned that game on last night, and John Morant within five minutes made my jaw drop twice. Yeah, he's, he's, he's incredible. Phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Good thing he was most improved though. That's yeah. great. <laughs> unbelievable. They said the guy on the Warriors, and it wasn't just Draymond saying it uh, for his teammate, but. He started out in the damn G League and worked his way up. Like, that's most improved. Yeah, Jordan Poole. Yeah, he, he, Poole, played, yeah. he came off the bench for Michigan. Sean Morant was a superstar yeah. when he was drafted. <laughs> was, like the number two of but all there, there you go. There's, there's stupid writers who watch this sport, a bunch <laughs> of little five-foot-one fucking poindexters that don't know <laughs> shit. It's, it's embarrassing John, to have them on TV and, and to get their opinions on anything. John ended up giving the award away to his teammate, yeah. right? Right, that's yeah, a, right. Well, good for him. And he had a no lot doubt. of good for him. Well, hey, what do you jerk. think about... Uh, I know people have been giving uh, flack on John Moran's dad. I think he's fucking awesome. Oh, I, think I think the guy's incredible. great. He's, he's no LeVar Ball, or is that I, what his name is? Yeah, yeah. It, like it's not like it's not like what's his name? T? Yeah. Is it T, T Moran? T yeah. Moran. It's not like he's like hyping up. He said Jaw played like trash last year. <laughs> I think the guy's awesome. No, yeah, that's, I, that's I, I think that was awesome. honest. I think that was honest. The Grizzlies haven't played well, but they're still still in there. So. Chris, you got some NFL. Well, no, it just insight. It, it, no, it's basically uh, <clears throat> kind of what Matt was saying oh, about these fucking guys, <laughs> uh, and it, it it has more to do with like the combine and things how they right. rate these players. And and the reason I'm bringing it up, uh, the Browns drafted a wide receiver out of Purdue, David Bell, 99th pick overall, but he was a first team All American, and two times he was uh, Big Ten All Conference, whatever, but. He's deemed slow because he ran a 4.65. And so he, I mean, 4.65, I mean, I, is that really that much slower than 4.45? I don't know. But anyway, uh, with all these. If you can get measures, open, you can get open, right? That's what one guy said. He goes, he does two things really well. He gets open and he catches the ball. <laughs> right. So Pretty I, important. I, but so, <laughs> really important. And so I, I was, you know, uh, 27 guys ran faster 40 times than him, and 15 guys got drafted. 15 wide receivers got drafted ahead of him. But uh, I just want to bring this up, how dumb these fucking guys are. <laughs> uh, I went mean, three of the best receivers of all time, yeah. uh, and none of them were fast. Right. Larry Fitzgerald ran a 4'6", 121 touchdowns. Jerry oh, nice. Rice, 4'7", 197 touchdowns. And Chris <laughs> Carter, 4.63". 130 touchdowns. I mean, what, what? See, that's just shameful that these guys would never. That you didn't hear that mentioned on any of those draft broadcasts. Did no, you? like exactly. Like, so, so I kind of because that's not too. flashy. We don't have Tyreek well, Hill beating his child and running fly right. patterns every time. <laughs> oh, that's Joe what Mixon. makes people excited in this. And it's well, a good well, point, Matt. Well, Great and, point. <laughs> so, and with all the, to me, it's just it, those guys should have been locked up and the, not the drafted. The time doesn't anyway. mean anything to me. I, I just think it's and uh, Chris, Chris. To answer your question, the difference between four four five and a four six five, we're going to be able to find that out in the summer when Jub and Nick run yeah, up. Yeah, the, the barefoot race. race. Yeah. The barefoot race. We'll be able to see the difference I because Jub's four four five. Nick's the four six five. We'll be able to see the difference. It just bothers me. Great, great point. 
points. That, that great, guy, great that, I mean, David Bell might end up sucking, but yeah. the, the, the film doesn't lie anyway. No, the, no, he's, no. He's, but, he's damn good. And, and it's not just football analysts. It's every sport. They get these guys on, and, and they just pay them exorbitant amount of money and to, to just go in and bullshit. Just sound smart. To do smart. what we're doing. Important. Just to do smart. what the fuck hey, we're doing Sign right us now. up. Bring <laughs> us on. Pay us some money. I can suck. I can be like, wrong. Well, at, at least like, we'll watch the games. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Billy Ripken breaking down Mike Trout's uh, <laughs> swing the other day. And like, I, I, Coach Scott Goodnight and I were sitting in at Pickles having lunch, and we were like, "What? What? I mean, really? What yeah. Billy Ripken hit? Right? How yeah, many? Right? Two oh seven, exactly. And he's breaking down Mike Trout. He got a bat in his hand and showing us this and that. Well, and why this, couldn't this, he do this, it? This, this. Right? Why I, didn't he do but, it? But he knows every goddamn thing right. about everybody's swing and a pitcher's what he's doing wrong and <laughs> how he made adjustments and watch his hand here and there and, and it's, well, it Mark. Is. And he's got the, it all figured out. The people that are watching that give a fuck. Like about the, he made it like a, an adjustment in a swing. No, well, like I could, Scott and I were sitting. Oh, okay, that's what Trout did. Right. Oh my God, thank God. Yeah, Billy I had Ripken, my thank Billy yeah. Ripken pointed that out. I had my bat in the living room. I, I was, I was <laughs> just, I, along but, with him. But anyway, but right, yeah. squash the bug. Squash the bug. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be a bust though. So. <laughs> yeah, you Steeler guys, sucks. what do you yeah. think about that pick? Sucks. I'm all over Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I was so you should have seen. I he was going nuts. If there were cam, if there were cameras set up in my downstairs when he got when he got picked, I was jumping up. Why do you think he's so good? Well, when the season started and he started playing really well, I was like, oh, he'll be top five. Like we're not going to be able to get him easily. Then then the Malik Willis hype started to come, and and then the Desmond Ritter and all that stuff. I was like, they're all going to go early. Then then here comes pick number five. No one yet. Did pick it worry you? Did- yes. And then we get to we get to pick number 20 not one quarterback has been taken yet well, now we have the pick of the litter and it's like who do we yeah. want yeah hell of a but litter everyone everyone's saying that these quarterbacks <laughs> a litter of three-legged dogs everyone's, yeah. everyone's so upset like saying oh next year's quarterbacks are going to be so much better and yeah maybe they will be but we have the the choice of the best quarterback in the country this year so i was like i was excited with that what if he fake slides in the nfl Whoa. I, I don't know if that i know they just outlawed it in, in college football but they would kill him what's a fake oh slide? my god <laughs> Job, you've he never pretended seen he was gonna give himself up and then he kept running and like, he ran for a touchdown like, like a pop-up like a pop yeah, slide like, well, no, he, no, he didn't, he you can't go down because you can't get back up in college but he started to give it like he was leaning into it like he's gonna like slide he was gonna and go didn't. down and avoid he, the like, deke him yeah, yeah so they outlawed it the, uh, a couple the, weeks later, the Steelers' second pick, uh, George Pickens. <laughs> he'll be when, when's the over under when he'll be arrested? Oh, Come on. Did anybody see the picture of him when he got drafted? I was just going to ask, what do you guys think? What happens first? Is this George Pickens score a touchdown or is he suspended first? <laughs> Probably yeah. suspended. Yeah. Touchdowns, yeah. What's, touchdowns a lock. What's the picture of him? Oh, put up you a gotta, picture. You put put, yeah, yeah, you got to get a picture. All right, he, I'll put he, it. So he's, uh, it'll be on a thumbnail. Yeah, basically, he's sitting in front of his TV. You know how everybody, you know, they got their family around them. They're dressed real nice. <laughs> George Pickens is sitting in front of his TV by himself with a white T-shirt on, and it's called a shiesty mask, and he's got this <laughs> Nike ski mask across his face, just sitting there. Nodding his head. Well, that he says it all right the, there. He was built says for it all. the AFC yeah, North. You're not going to like this at all, but Kenny Pickett leads us to a Super Bowl in the next five years. There we go. Did fucking shot. Cool, he doubled down oh, on this bet. Come on. He's going to have to take the ACT, two. the SAT, Jesus. and uh, some kind of nuclear physics <laughs> test, too. <laughs> Jesus. It is driver's test. A review course to Say, take it. Hey, shoot for win in the AFC North, Soup. <laughs> yeah. Let's go for that. Cooley, what were your thoughts on your team? Oh, I love the Bucks picks, but there was of one course. pick that I fucking hated. And <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you go look at the list, we took yeah. a fucking punter in the fourth round. What's yeah, that? Was really a punter? We, I well, mean, we could have taken a backup corner. But you guys depth. have everything. You don't need much. We need depth at corner, D lineman. 
No, there's a guy to... named Punt God in the draft, and we didn't take him. We'd take a different guy. you got to have someone to pin the other team in. That's well, fine. Take the Punt God. We <laughs> took some idiot. Chubb, what about your team? Uh, oh, wait. Uh, the Raiders? The, yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. We got a, we, we did, I think we did really well. Um, yeah, you're still you trying know. to find a replacement for Donald Payne. Yeah, yeah let's, and let's that, it's never going to happen. It's going to be a long time. Chubb, uh, you, uh, you traded for a really good wide receiver. You know his name, right? I think it's time for this week in history. Uh, let's go. It's time for this week in history. Uh, what looks good? What, what do we want to talk about here? We got a lot of options here. I think. I used to love Genghis Khan. I think he's sick. <laughs> I think he's awesome. He killed a lot of yeah, people. But I think he's so dangerous cool. Mongol. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna highlight. Let's see here. Uh, Wait, the Wall, Wall Street stock. 15,000 businesses went bankrupt in, in yeah. 1933. May 6th, yeah. 1937. Cool, you're pissed Hitler in on her again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be belated. Yeah, Actually, he was born, he's dead. He's, uh, move on. Actually, I'll keep he it. He didn't rise again, did he? Let's keep <laughs> Chris um, likes May 6th, 1937 when the... Hindenburg burst into flames <laughs> yeah, that was, near Lakehurst. Yeah. Well, no, it was actually, made out of paper. <laughs> yeah. No. It was the first uh, airship. Like a, It was basically like a Goodyear blimp. Yeah. It was made out of, I think it was made out of lead. I think it was. Yeah, it had, it had a lot of lead. Yeah, but it burned like in 12 well, seconds. Well, yeah, but like, it's it not made out of steel. It was like a balloon. It's got to float. Who was driving it? I don't know his name. It was just one guy. But it wasn't Alan Shepard who went into orbit. May 5th, 19th. 1961. I want to highlight uh, May 2nd, 2011, the U.S. Special Forces raid compound to kill awesome Osama day. bin Laden. Hey, now, I want to make a point about that. Now, uh, those of you who know me may know where I stand politically or whatever, but I wasn't the biggest fan of Barack Obama as a president. Uh, it, overall, I thought he was awful. But anyway, <laughs> I, I will say that night when, when they got bin Laden, Chris and I were down at the vets, and yeah. it came on the news, and we toasted Obama like we were his biggest fans, mm. and that's Several what our, times. our country needs more of that. We weren't fans of his, but we respected what he did and how he got that job done. And we need people to come across the aisle and listen to other people's points of view and say, hey, you know what? I don't agree with everything you say, but you know what? We can find common ground here. Exactly. So, anyway, like, that was a night that I remember and always remember. That's like all of us well here. Said, it's like all of us here. We disagree on a ton of shit, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, we're still, we still now, love each now other. Poor Anne There's Boleyn. just a respect factor, right? Yeah. Matt, hey, I, mean, hey, you know, I agree. Matt, I like really, that. Go ahead, Jer. Well, I was going to say, you know who really uh, disagreed on May 4th in 1535, Henry VIII executes five <laughs> yeah, months yeah, after Hen- they refuse to acknowledge him as leader of the Church now, of England. Yeah, now, Jared, that's a good point because Henry's on here twice because if you look back at May 2nd in 1536 and Anne Boleyn, his wife was arrested and taken to the Tower of London and she got oh, yeah. executed a few weeks later. Yeah. So. yeah. Old wow. Henry, yeah. he rolled some heads. Henry was not a good dude. Hey, Chris, what's it? Henry VIII, I am I. Yeah. Uh, Who <laughs> sings that? Oh. Uh, Who? Hermit's Hermits. Herman's Hermits. Peter Noon. He was a Noon. like Rain Man. Kmart sucks. Henry VIII, I am, I am. Hey, no. Henry VIII, he was a big bastard, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He he put on, they say he had some kind of, I don't know if it was a gallbladder or something, but he put on weight as as time went on. Yeah, it could be in a thyroid. May 4th, 1932. Yeah, Matt, that stuck out to me. Champ went and did his taxes recently, so he didn't turn into Al Capone. <laughs> Al Capone. Yeah, so Al Capone did a lot of bad things, which I was always kind of a fan of his, even though yeah, he didn't. I liked him. I, I, in studying history, I always kind of thought he was actually a pretty smart guy. Did a lot of crazy stuff, 
crazy shit, but he's... Yeah, Matt, I saw that later transferred to Alcatraz. Yeah. I got to go to San Francisco last oh, summer. And, and did you go to Alcatraz? Listen, I, I got badass. to see it from like four or five different angles, yeah. and the tickets get sold out like six yeah. months in advance. I want to do it, that someday. I want to go, go out there, so it looks incredible. I've, I've got some sweet pictures, and yeah. I can't I'm, believe it's out San there on the water like that. Yeah, what you got on what you got on Al Capone? Ironically enough, last night I was reading Al Capone is the one that lobbied for expiration dates on milk because his niece got really yeah. sick from rotten milk. Yeah. Well, see, he yeah. is a he's a he good dude. He was a thoughtful guy. He's Very a good thoughtful. Dude. He was misunderstood. He didn't want his niece to die. What a right. good dude. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, that's that's some pretty good. There's a lot of events here, Jesus. Yeah. There's a, and there's a, you know, it's unfortunate that a lot of these um a lot of these events are pretty dark. Pretty dark. What about May 8th, 1348, when the Black Death was brought to England from the French? Uh, Fucking uh, French. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hernando de Soto discovered the Mississippi, though, on May 8th. Hey, just think about this. Here in 100 years, there's going to be a group of dudes doing the same thing and talking about, remember back in 2020, the pandemic, mm-hmm. the COVID yeah. pandemic, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I gotta word. give a, I gotta give a shout out to uh, Mr. Moffat at Wheeling Park, uh, Uni- Wheeling Park University, Wheeling Park High School. Uh, he called us out last week. So last week we had ta- Jared had brought up, uh, or I think it was soup. You mentioned uh, what did you, what did we do? Because George Washington, yeah, was for the thirteen president years, for 13 Jared said years. we made a yeah. colony. And was it wasn't con- Continental Congress. <laughs> it was the Articles of Confederation. They, they, they that was what was in, in, in right. In, but wasn't that run by the Continental Congress? I, I, I could be wrong I about that. I couldn't tell you one way or the okay, other. Okay, well, but, Mr. Moffat, but said he that said they, uh, the Articles of Confederation were in play and they didn't work for thirteen years, so uh, we switched to the presidency. Uh, yeah, that's our remote histor- <laughs> history expert. So, Mr. Moffat, thank you. <laughs> and he he won something just recently as a teacher. He got something. What do you win, cool? It was like the golden apple or something. Yeah, I, I yeah, it was something. Like a teacher yeah, congratulations, of the Chalmer. Yeah. Out, You're Chalmer. the man. Chalmer, uh, Chalmer, Chalmer, Mr. Moffat. And a great tennis coach. Yeah. Hey, speaking of events, tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it is. De Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Mayo, Mayo. Helmans? Cinco de Helmans. Anybody taking some tequila shots tomorrow? Ooh. Chris hey, is eating Mexican for lunch. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I think... Uh, let's round it out of the the one segment that we are never going to change, uh, that we talk about changing for like uh, two months now. But we are going to start and end the show with a little bit of a our favorite thing, hot pit. Cold I, I got, I, I got it. This isn't really a hot pit, but it's sort of that, and it might might spur a little conversation about unruly parents and coaches. And <laughs> Jarrett and I went to. Uh, um, my nephew's son's game, which is their cousin's son's game, and it's a it's a Mustang game, uh, baseball, by the way. And I think what Mustang soups nine and ten, yeah, nine and ten, years nine old. and ten. So they're just learning how to pitch, learning how to pitch, and and it's pretty painful to watch, as you guys know. It's either a walk or a strikeout. Very very few balls are hit, and the pitchers really don't have much, you know, they not much training. They don't really know where the ball's going. Anyway. Mike, who built this set for us, and uh, once again, he his son plays for one of the teams that we were watching, and he he told us that that this coach from another team, literally, literally, this is un- you can't make shit like this up, literally flipped out. This coach flipped out because the kid from Mike's team, the pitcher from Mike's team, hit two straight batters. He hit two straight batters, and this kid, this coach, like flipped out. And Jarrett, you can add to the story as if he if did I, it intentionally. That's what I'm getting to. So he he flips out. He says, "This shit's got to end. You got to get this under control." He said, "Your guy's throwing at us." And the reason he Jesus. said it is that's Cardinals. That the, 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 <laughs> the, the two kids he hit 
were on the on um, Mike's team, but tra- not transferred, but <laughs> moved, transfer portal. Moved, traded. moved yeah. to the other right. team, and he said, the coach said that my uh, the, the coaches from their team were intentionally hitting the, the kids on purpose. Here's the thing about that, though. Even if they tried at they 10 years old, they him. can't they hit them. So that guy ought to be stripped of his when responsibilities that When I was in high school and college, I could barely hit somebody if I wanted to, let alone being eight. But no, that it goes back to what we talked about so again. Stupid. We keep referencing yeah, yeah, yeah. our earlier, our past uh, 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 episodes. But the parents and uh, parents and coaches in youth sports are the bane of of, of any. A uh, nine-year-old intentionally hitting two batters. <laughs> Does that mean they weren't throwing strokes, Mark? <laughs> they, they, they didn't get the memo. They, they, God, they, they didn't throw no. strokes. Damn it! Bailey tied her own shoes. Not alone <laughs> throw strokes. <laughs> yeah, right. You're throwing at our batters. Nine years old. Matt, I agree. Should never be able to watch a little league baseball no, game no. ever it, again. It just—it's just another sign of the decay of our world and yeah. society. So it's, anyway, I, that really—it's a hot pit about just parents and coaches. We yeah. could go on and on about that. Anybody got a? Anybody else got a cool one? Yeah. Anything? I got. I got a cool mug, but I'll go. I'll go after this. My hot pit, real quick, is um, this this upset me earlier today. <laughs> when gas stations don't have the little click thing. Uh, so you can like click it and then go do something else. Oh, you got to sit there and hold it. Yeah, yeah. So my hot pit or gas stations yeah, because this as well. A lot of people don't know this, so I'm going to educate some hey, people. Take your gas cap and put it under. The oh, thing. that's a good idea. What like, happens if you can't get it out? Yeah, then it, it overflows. <laughs> oh no! Well, I got yeah. Well, yeah. yeah no, because well, well, if you put your debit card in, it goes however long you owe. Yeah. Well, well anyway. here's here's how I'm going to educate some people. Have you guys ever been at the gas station when you're filling up and it just keeps clicking? And you yeah. gotta hold it, and then it unclicks. Do yeah. you know that the the gas it's out? Like you're running the ho- the station is running out of gas. Like that's why it keeps clicking. Some people think like all oh, this gas pump is broken, but like the whole the container is running out yeah, of the gas. Tank, uh, their tank's running, running out. out. Yeah, you, where'd, I, you, where'd you hear that? I, I don't know. I, I someone uh, told me that at the cita- gas station. Citation Somebody needed. Yeah, yeah, actually, someone fact checked that for me before <laughs> I could tell that to other people. <laughs> I, I can kind of go. My I got a hot pit that can go that goes along with cars here uh so the other day i was um i was driving back up to school and uh i'm on the back roads and and it's uh, you know 35 miles an hour probably was the speed limit and i was i was i was going pretty fast i, I was i was fine not to sound like a douchebag but i was flying i probably was like going tw- 20 over God damn, and this Jesus. son of a bitch <laughs> behind me I mean, I'm flying, and this son of a bitch behind me is right on my ass. So my hot pit is that if you tailgate, now if it's reasonable if somebody's going under the speed limit, but if you tailgate somebody that's going a reasonable speed, fuck you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I totally agree. That's a, that's Jared, was, was, that, was that guy from Ohio? Hey, hey, he was from Ohio. Yeah, well, no surprise, because today hey, I was leaving work. This was one of my late hot pits. This is real quick. I was leaving work, and I go by Madison School, and it's right around the time that they're letting school out, because I'm... I'm a normal person, when they're going into a school zone area, they kind of watch themselves. They're not speeding. They're going 15. They're normal. aware. No. Two guys come flying. One guy ran a red light, and the, and the crossing guard had to, like, pull kids on the sidewalk. <laughs> and then another guy was going and tried to pass the guy on the, on the apron by Burger King. And I'm coming out the alley, and I'm like, this is unfucking believable I can't believe people behave like this. But the frustrating part is there was no cop there to pull either one of them over, yeah. which really pissed me off. Yeah. So people watch what you're doing out there and realize that there's more people on the earth than just you. Right. Look yeah. out for kids. I, agreed. And, 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 like, and I'll, I guess I, I'll make this like a trifecta. 
trifecta a hot pit here. Uh, I think going, I think people going below the speed limit when you're behind somebody, because no matter where you go, you always run into it. I mean, I always tell that you could be anywhere at any time of the day, and you get behind some rusted out shit box that somebody was driving <laughs> over the over the shit speed box. limit. And uh, this this uh, I was going. Let's see, I was going on the back roads back on like uh, on on eighty eight and. Dude uh, had this truck. Had this truck. the The axle of the axle of the car. Uh, it was, of course, from Ohio. Uh, the, the The axle Shocking. of his truck were offline, so his tires were going <laughs> yeah. perpendicular to how he drove. I've seen those before. And when he when he turned when he turned the corner, the back of the tailgate was jumping on the on the on the uh, the. The, the asphalt. I yeah. bet he was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hot box and cigarettes. <laughs> hey, Chris, I I got to give you credit. You're on the road a lot more than a lot of us. I, I don't know how you can deal with it. You got to have your head on a swivel out there. It's fucking well, dangerous. You know what? Interstate 77 is not bad at all. No, it's I when I get on 70. But uh, hey, speaking of cars, you got your. Uh, well, we get you got a little bit of a. Uh, no, some, we're going to do that. So, what about the? Uh, yeah. The, uh, what, the uh, catalytic converters? Yeah. No, we'll save okay, that. We'll save it. We'll save no, it. No, but my, my, hot pit, my hot pit was already about these, the NFL guys. But when you guys brought up Little League Baseball, and, and back in the day when we played, well, you and I, it was totally different. You just went to practice, and it was the team and the coaches. And then as time goes on, then it's grandma shows up in her lounge chair. And, you know, then, then it's like I, I when I lived on 16th Street, I go up Osage Lane. And I'd see a handful of people out in the outfield, and I thought, oh, there's a game going on. Oh, no, it's just practice. But anyway, when did it start? And this fucking pissed me off. And it's still, it's, they probably do it today. And it was probably some little mom that Jimmy was hungry after practice, whatever. Because I remember, because I remember Elaine said to me one time, hey, uh, here's the schedule, but here's also this schedule. The T- Tuesday, we got snack and drink <laughs> responsibilities. I said, what the fuck's that? <laughs> well, well, this is for after practice. It's not like, even well, after like a game well, after no, like no, a, I, if, if I remember correctly, but regardless of it, it was just like yeah, like because you know the Chris. kids are so worn out and hungry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they're eating Exhausted. rice crispy treats and juice boxes, oh, all so new, like, all nutritious stuff. Just, just, Cinnamon toast crunch and thirty five grams of sugar. I just spoil the kids and you know just make sure that their their bellies are their Chris, tummies that, are full. That came in the same time. Everybody got a trophy. Yep. Yes, so it, true. It, it what about exactly the same? What about time. you guys coached for a long time? And now you guys are a younger generation of coaches. We always went to Dairy Queen when you won games. Now they take them no matter what. You don't go if you my, lose. It's ridiculous. Kids, I don't know. I know you guys are going to agree with me. I don't know how people feel about this, but my kids, like when I'm fortunate enough to have a kid one day and the kids I coach, when they lose, you're not getting anything. Absolutely. Like, like we're, we're going to coach you and let you know what went what went wrong and stuff, but you're not getting an award. No, we're not going no. to Dairy Queen. Well, like, I'm, I'm, go ahead, Jeff. No, it's funny you say that because we were we were um, travel baseball, pretty decent baseball team, but we end up the, our last tournament of the season, like three years ago, we entered the Wellsburg tournament, and they had a team in there that was just truly a rec team. And the moral of the story was, uh, the moral of the story is they we lost the tournament. And we we got a trophy, and I we got home that night, and I looked at Luke. I said, "I'll be honest, with you, bud. What's your thoughts on that trophy?" And I knew he didn't understand where I was coming from, and I explained. I'm like, "So we're a travel baseball team. We're traveling every weekend. We're going to play in all these teams, and we lose in a rec tournament. What's your <laughs> thoughts about that trophy?" And he's still looking at me like, "I'm like, do you think we really need it?" And he looks at me, and goes, "No." 
threw it in the garbage. Back when we played, the, <laughs> back when I was in my illustrious um, flag football career, uh, I, I remember, I don't remember anything, but I remember we got at the end of our season, I, I don't even know what I did, I don't even know what position I played, but I know at the end of the season we got little trophies, like little little trophies for whatever. Participation trophies. And I, I remember looking at it and I just was so... I was so bummed out because it didn't mean anything. Like we didn't win anything. We I don't think we won. We barely won any games. I don't know if we even played much. But we got this trophy, but it didn't mean any. It had no value in my like. I just it was just a some plastic little rinky dink trophy for no reason. And I I, th- I think it was. I think we kept it. I think it still have it. But I but it's it's, it's probably Ridiculous. the only award I ever got for football. <laughs> But no flags. No, <laughs> they never, never touched the ball. Never got a flag. <laughs> never got a flag. But anybody else? Hey, I want to send a shout out a cold, a cold mug to uh, our listeners in the state of Iowa. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 We got listeners in the state of Iowa. We have a, a few. Hooray. We have the uh, Hawkeyes. We have uh, Des Moines, so, Iowa City. I don't know Davenport? specifically, but I know that maybe uh, it's Colleen. <laughs> she lives out there. Uh, Colleen, if you're listening to this, yeah, thank Colleen. you for anybody from the, Iowa. Right. Yeah. So we go uh, Hawkeyes. We went down real quick, and then we'll wrap up the show here. I got a cool. Gotta I gotta go eat dinner. I got a cool mug when you're done, Jub. That's fine. Oh, go ahead. No hit. Go. I wanted to give a a massive shout out to one of my best friends and someone you guys know, Chase Harler. He's over there fighting for. The uh, the SBL championship in his second year. They're tied two two. Uh, the the Yomplin Bruce the Moose fighting basket team. They're they're playing the uh, Norpeg. Uh, no, nor shopping dolphins. Does he where watch? He, does he it? watch the? Has yep, he watched he's the tuned in. He's a fan. He's gonna. He said he's in to be up here as a guest when he gets where's home from the, Sweden. Where's the? Is uh, he's Sweden? in. Yep, he's in Yomplin. They're uh, they're in a city called. Uh, you pronounce Aust- that so well. Uh, Ostersund. Ostersund. Uh, Ostersund. So they got to travel actually to. Um, they have to go play Nor shopping, um, which is in Stockholm. They fly into Stockholm in Sweden, and then they go and uh, they're they're tied two two. He just had a great game, eighteen points. So I want to give a huge shout out, get him back here in America with a championship. The Swedish are good luck, Swedes are awesome. Yeah. Stockholm, beautiful. Uh, I love the Swedes. Hey, we have a couple Russian listeners too. Yeah, right? we have. So we we had a meeting. We got to kind Whereabouts? of look at the data of our Vladimir. Our, yeah, we got to look at the data of our <laughs> listenership. <laughs> And it's funny we have we have a couple listeners in New Mexico, in Florida, in Iowa. Our our third most is from Iowa. Our second most is Virginia. Then our our first New is, Mexico, is West Virginia. Huh? Obviously, we got New Mexico. Jesse Pinkman, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have uh, Russia, and then I believe we have. I was looking on our Spotify. We have one listener from Belarus. Oh, so uh, yeah. Uh, if you're in Belarus and from you're Minsk. watching our podcast, job, we got to have a contest for any out of state. Uh, Somehow, a contest, and whoever we draw or whatever, we'll send them a T-shirt. Okay, we'll send yeah. them a Pine Room podcast or a Pine Room T-shirt. If you're interested, international. If you're interested in <laughs> uh, some gear, uh, send us. If you're interested in a contest, how about we'll do this? Because nobody has sent us any emails yet. I've been, I've been you waiting sure for that email. Works. Work? I know it Did works. Test I've it? tested it. If, if, if first you one. first one to send us an email. Send You'll your, get a T-shirt. Send us your address. Ooh. Send us your address, your name, and then your social media if you want it. That's contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Uh, and let's let's wrap it up here. So just to uh, clarify, we are uh, this Sunday. You can catch us up at we, uh, West Liberty University for the uh, Wheeling West Liberty uh, uh, Series uh, at, uh, baseball. Uh, we'll be at the field. Jarrett wraps up his career with the Hilltoppers. Yes, yes, Congrats yes. on a good yeah. career, yes. Jarrett. Good stuff. And go out with a bang. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We, um, Hit a dinger. 
So we will be there probably a little before one. We're going to set up on uh, Saturday, so our, our stuff will be up there for our. It'll be a little bit of a Mother's Day show uh, for uh, for all of the mothers out there. So come up and, and enjoy the show. We'll be there from from a little bit before one, then in between the games, probably around two, three, and then maybe afterwards if everybody isn't totally inebriated. But uh, after after that, on the thirteenth, which is a, the following Friday, we have a show at Generations. I, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, but I want to reiterate, uh, we are there from 9 o'clock till 10.30. Um, you can come and, and hang out, have a drink, watch a show. It's kind of a little prep party, a launching pad for our big event, which is on the 20th at River City. That's from 5 to 7.30. We're going to have giveaways. We just ordered a, a bunch of, uh, of merchandise, and I, I of course, uh, again, I mentioned that, but we have koozies, bottle openers, stickers, um, uh, pens, t-shirts. Uh, we're going to have some contests. I'm going to throw this out at you. If you think you can chug beer, send us an email, hit us up on social media, or just come on the 20th to River City because we're going to have a beer chugging contest. We might have a little bit of trivia. We're going to have some in, We're going to have some interviews. We're going to have some guests. Uh, we actually have a guest slotted uh, who is the manager for some of the fighters over in at the Rough and Rowdy, uh, Travis the Terror uh, yeah, Clark. Travis and Tara Clark. He's coming over. Uh, he's going to talk to us for you know a couple minutes. We job. We got a special guest calling in on the thirteenth at Generations too. Yeah, go ahead. You want to hit us? No, go ahead. All you, Jerry Thomas. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Thomas. Yes, thank you so much, Jerry. He's actually coming on Friday the thirteenth. Uh, going to be able to uh, give us some insight. Insight. He's the co-promoter with Barstool for the fights on the twentieth. So uh, he's been a big help to us, and we truly appreciate everything he's done. Yeah, and every, anybody that's given us connection. So Jerry, uh, Andrea, Craig Bomber. Um, all the all the people at iHeartRadio, whoever's helped us out this far, uh, big shout out to you guys because it you know we wouldn't you know it it, it has really kind of helped us get to where we are now and and we couldn't thank you enough. So again, we'll be at the twentieth at River City. Come down, enjoy the enjoy the night. Uh, it'll be our our first big to do. I know Generations is 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 just as big, but you know I think they're going to be a it's going to be a big crowd. So uh, yeah, if you if you want to come down, see us on the twentieth, see us on the thirteenth at Generations, or see us Sunday. Sunday up at West Liberty uh, at the baseball game. So uh, that's 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 it for us here in the Pine Room. Uh, thank you for joining us here. Uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, we'll see you Sunday. And and uh, yeah, we got some stuff coming out this week that I think you'll enjoy. Um, and look out for social media. So follow us on social media. We're at the Pine Room Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and then on Facebook we're at Pine Room Podcast. Then on YouTube, go follow that. We're putting YouTube stuff up uh, that you'll be able to watch this. Uh, this whole podcast on video and uh we'll we'll see you around so thank you for joining us here in the pine room and from all of us here thank you i love you guys and we will see you here in the next one well it's that time the coolers are empty the food's all gone and the games are over but that's all right there's always next week Follow us on social media to keep up to date with future shows and send any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to discuss to contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Till then, we'll see you here next time in The Pine Room.